Brothers and sisters, may the peace that can only come from the one God be upon you. We are here to tell the people that we hear you. One God will not allow us and people of conscience to lose our morale. Daft on intrepidors and welcome to episode 13 of You Call That Radio. How you's doing? You's alright out there? You just could be doing anything while you're listening to that podcast. You could be jogging. You could be on a bus. I see through the analytics that some people even listen to this podcast on their smartwatch, like they're in Star Trek or something. Shoutouts to you guys. This one's for you. This episode is sponsored by nobody. As always, there'll be no adverts whatsoever because we've got Patreons. Mastered by Morphemish and powered by Patreons. Shoutouts to all the Patreons who subscribe on patreon.com forward slash you call that radio. Today's episode features an extended interview with Gasp, Physics and Tony Smoke. And there's also a wee cameo from Kenny Bates from Strange Behaviours in Stirling. We played a great gig at the Tollbooth. I think it was back in March or something like that. It's taken a while to, to get the episode out, so apologies for the delay, but I think it's worth the wait. And if you are waiting on your interview coming out, then it will it will be released. I just try and rotate the new stuff with the old stuff. And this one took a while. I was a bit worried because I, I had to listen to this one back because we had a few. And uh, so apologies if uh, we sound a wee bit wasted at times. But if you throw me and Gasp in a room, things like that might happen. But it's still... It's still topical because we didn't really talk about any topical topics. So I don't think it really matters that it was recorded in March. Everything is still valid. So Joe Rogan might have got Eddie Snowden on his show, but we got Gasp and Physics and Tony Smoke. So that's all coming up later on. We also have Frank Foody phones Rice Krispies. And we'll have the Cineworld Diaries this week. So, and there might even be a phone in if we've got time as well. So the the Cineworld Diaries is about the time that I had a Cineworld card and I'd forgotten all about it. I just cancelled it. I was going to cancel it for ages. They kept on annoying me. But the final straw was watching a film starring Robert De Niro called Dirty Grandpa. And I forgot all about it until I actually went to Cineworld for the first time. I haven't watched a film ever since that, years ago. Put me off films. Dirty Grandpa, absolutely terrible film. Didn't even, couldn't even watch it to the end. Absolute shiter of a film. Put me off films. Never seen any films. Still never seen The Matrix because of it as well. One of the reasons. But I went and seen The Joker this week. And and Robert De Niro was in that, funny enough. Don't worry, there's no spoilers. I don't believe in spoilers. But Robert De Niro is in the film. And it was quite fitting that he was there. As if he'd been hiding behind the big screen all these years, waiting for my return to Cineworld. Because basically the problem with it was is that I was paying a monthly direct debit. But in order to get your value for money, you've got to go at least twice a month. Or they get you. That's how they get you. So, 
I was aiming to go to five films per month, but they don't show one good film a month, never mind five good films a month. So Hollywood blockbuster pish. So anyway, we'll, we'll be doing it. But what I did do is I made a Cineworld diary. So the Cineworld diaries is coming up later on. But first of all, I think it's only right that since Edward Snowden was on Joe Rogan, we would go back in time to the time that Edward Snowden was made rector of, uh, I think it was Strathclyde Uni. And as someone who's never been to university, even though I do have an NC Media Studies, I think, I went to most of it, I don't, I don't remember, but I did study Media Studies for a while when I was 16. And that makes me like to think that I'm an expert in films. So, I don't know if I am. But, yeah, this is Edward Snowden checking with the rector, because I don't really know what a rector is. I imagine it's a guy who helps you with your homework. But he's like an international man of mystery who nobody can find anywhere. So I don't know how he's going to help you with your homework. But what do I know about rectors? I just know about films. Checking with the rector, where the feck is Snowden? I'm checking with the rector, where the feck is Snowden? I just seen him in Joe Rogan. Sharp, stop ruining my poem. I'll start again. I'm checking with the rector, where the fuck is Snowden? Russian to put me on hold, yet the Russian can't hold him. Maybe he's just deliberately goading the spooks who want to throw him into a cell until his self is decomposing. Or maybe he's chosen the Ecuadorian option, eloping with the Sanj embassy port smoking. Or maybe dingied that plane because he thinks that Sanj is boring. Could be worse than the jail. Here, I don't know him, just a notion. He was always good at cracking codes and unlocking and encoding. But when he read your ma's text, his mind was soon open. A lot like his mouth as he went mental, whistle blowing. From prison to prison, exposing rodents, now he's going. Anywhere but home, he travels on his lonesome knowing. Most airport lounges have the BBC news showing. Despite all of this, he says silence isn't a golden. Even if he's a CIA plant, there's no doubt that he's a bulging. He said, America, you cannot spy on the world. America said, oh yeah, oh yeah, well at least we're not. At least we're not. You're a spy. You're a spy. You're going to jail, spy face. The truth is a lie, tell Hong Kong he can't fly, tell Russia he must die, tell the people that you spied on that they must now comply, trial, retry, how dare he defy authors and cross borders and take to the sky, seriously, where the fuck is Snowden, maybe men in black go him, face off style and he'll appear tomorrow morning at a press conference, apologising and noting, admitting he's a Ryan in that China bought and sold him. Or he's here, frozen, in Scotland, and he's then locking, blogging into Facebook as the FBI poke him. The barman spikes his drink with a potent magic potion, cause there's a wanted reward poster in every post from coast to ocean. Or, maybe, put him, put him on a boat and told him to bolt 
Two boat and a wanderer wondering how one scores coat while one's floating. John Snow, maybe he built a den for Snowden. Russia gets pretty cold, so maybe he's just Snowden. This is the Cineworld Diaries. What happened last week is, is that Greta and Fatboy Slim were foraging through my wheelie bins just to make sure that I was using the right coloured wheelie bins. And I thought I was, but it turns out I wasn't. So Greta and Fatboy Slim chat my door and they gave me a bag of discarded notepads of below average ideas that... I had to reflect through and I, and I found the Cineworld Diaries. And that was back in 2015, 2016. I got one of those Cineworld cards. And yeah, I just, I just thought I'd read you out some excerpts. Excerpts? Excerpts? <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I'd read out some, some of the Cineworld diary entries. So I hope you enjoy it. 7th of October 2015, got a Cineworld card today because I'm a former media studies student, which means I know things. Going to aim for three movies per month because if I only do one or two films per month, then that's how they get you. Would just be cheaper paying on the door if I do that. 25th of October 2015, Cineworld don't seem to show any films that I actually want to watch. But I'll go anyway, because I know that's how they get you. 9th of November 2015. I got a Cineworld card so I could act like an expert in films. I do have an NC in media studies after all. Well, I think I do. I went for a w- long enough, I think, to warrant an NC, and I think that's how it works. So anyway, what I've learned is you need to go to two films to make the direct debit worthwhile, but even then, you're practically just breaking even. And before the Cineworld card, it was probably 10 years ago that I went to this pictures twice a month. So, so this is how they get you. So in order to get them, I aim to go five times per month and buy zero popcorn or hot dogs. I just thought I'd take like a, a tin of Prince's hot dogs and just eat them cold at the jar. Now... I achieved five films this month, but most months I'm pretty much just breaking even if I'm lucky. And even then I'm watching films a lot of the time. I wouldn't even watch if they paid me, which they actually totally should. Because I've got an NC Media Studies, so I know things. But they don't, because that's how they get you. I'm averaging about 2.8 films per month in total, so I'm slightly getting them at the moment. But, I did buy a small hot dog recently for over £6. It was a Snyder as well, so they well and truly got me. I won't let them get me again in that respect. I've got an NC Media Studies. Far too much experience to fall for that one again. So anyways, last night, went to watch the film Kill Your Friends. I actually read the book years and years ago. It's unusual that I've read the book before I see the film. You probably think you know what I'm going to say, don't you? That the film is not as good as the book. 
Now, as much as I would love to say that, and I do love saying that sentence, the film is not as good as the book. I do love that sentence. I think it's a good time to point out that comparing the book to a film is like comparing the Pepsi Max roller coaster to a Pepsi Max drink. They're very different things. They serve very different purposes. One is better for thrills, but sometimes you're just thirsty and you can't drink a roller coaster. That's how they get you. So anyways, I, it was a good film. You can trust me. I have an NC. But I nearly didn't see the film because I lost my wallet and didn't have my Cineworld card with me. The guy wouldn't let me in. I said, get me the supervisor, please. And then the supervisor says, no card, no entry. And then proceeded to offer me a student discount, even though I'm not a student anymore. I do have an NC Media Studies, but... So it's like, how much is the student discount? £7.10, he said. I was absolutely raging and explained that I'd only seen one film in six weeks and how my average was going down the swanee. I knew he was trying to get me, in spite of him knowing that I... You know, not only did I have an NC Media Studies, but I definitely had a membership. So... He says, you can use the phone and order a replacement card and then we'll let you in for free. So I asked him, how much for a replacement card? Tenner. No chance. I said, I think the wallet's my mate's house. I'm not paying for a hang. I may not even need. And it's £3 more than the student discount. And that's how they get you. So I threatened to cancel it all. I said, I said I'll cancel. I'll just cancel my Cineworld membership. And he says, fine, you can use this phone. Can you believe this pish? I'm threatening to cancel. He's like, well, just use my phone. Nice skin off my nose. That kind of that attitude. And um, I can't believe they've talked to anyone like that. Never mind a fucking former media student. Anyway, by this point, I'm not a happy bunny. I exit the building with vigour. Call my mate. She's found my wallet. Bingo. We've got to go and get it and return to Cineworld. And then I gallops to the counter with gusto. Cineworld card held aloft so that not just the person serving me can see it, but so that everyone can see that I am not a liar. And I, nope, I will not be gotten. Not today, fuckers. The supervisors hiding up the back and trying to avoid eye contact. But I just keep holding the card aloft and holding up the, the queue. I get closer to him and make sure he sees the card and he sees it all right. He sees the card. He knows. He knows he didn't get me this time. Yes, he ruined my evening for a few hours, but he never got me. They never got me. Mark won Cineworld. Now, the game continues. And do you think, is that enough of the Cineworld Diaries for now? I think that's enough of the Cineworld Diaries. There's a lot more to come in that. But I think we should hold that off for another episode. So I hope you've enjoyed the Cineworld Diaries. And yeah. I think I also, also attached to the, the diaries... Was a, was a tape. And on the tape was the time I tried to cancel my Cineworld. 
So you, we might play that to you just now, or we might keep that till after you've heard the rest of the Cine World Diaries. It's up to you. It's up to you, in fact. Let's make an interactive thing. So if you want to say yes, you would like to hear the time that I tried to cancel my Cine World, then move your smart device to the right. And if you would not like to hear the phone call and you'd rather just get on with the show, then move your smart device to the left. We are voting. This is a democracy on You Call That Radio. Three, two, one, douche. Cancelling. This is shit. 
I don't watch these films. These films are rubbish. These are rubbish films. It's overpriced. He's, he's just shut down when he got a bit of wind. He's just shut down for the day. He's just trying to get me. He's always get me. That's how they get you. And he's always shut. Right, okay. Well, I'll see what I can do. Uh, what's your name? That's not good enough. That's not good. Can you catch me to your supervisor? Catch me to your supervisor. Um, it's, seriously, we've been on the phone now, but I think he's, he might have gone home, to be honest. Right, okay, uh, do you know what, do you know what, I, I'll cancel, I'll phone back, I'll phone back when I get someone who's actually can understand English, Scottish, not Welsh. Scottish. Oh, I, oh I'm cancelling, I'm going to complain about you, what's your name? What's your name? My name? Yes! My name? My name? Um... Your call is very important to us. Please hold. Hello, is that Cineworld? It is, I. Oh, hello. Uh, I'm, I'm wanting to cancel my Cineworld membership. Right. Yeah, right. Aye. I, I've been, I've been, I've been with you for months. Your uh -huh. phone's always rubbish. That dirty grandpa, Robert De Niro was the final straw. I just want, I want it to go. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry? Can you make this Cine World nightmare end? Have you seen dirty grandpa with Robert De Niro? Have you seen that? Just can, ca calm, calm down, sir. Calm down, sir. Oh, don't calm tell down. me to calm down. When it's telling somebody to calm down, never calm down with them. Hello? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, this is, I mean, this is a uh, complaint we've had. Uh, this issue, so I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to help you. What just by cancelling? Was that was that in the background? Was that a dog I heard in the background? Uh, it's just one of my colleagues. Just one of my colleagues. What, what are you What are you doing in there? What is happening? Is anyone? Why don't you show decent films? Why don't you sell a decent hot dog? Why don't you just open when you're supposed to open? What's, Why wrong, you what's wrong with the hot dogs? Can you, can you be more specific? Or? Well, they're just shite. They're just shite hot dogs. Shite? Uh, shite in what way? Just, they're tasteless. Tasteless hot dogs. I mean, I, I disagree, but you know, I, I have them for lunch every day. But you know, well, Are you actually in the cinema? Or are you in a call centre? I'm in, uh, I'm in, I'm near the cinema. So do you just go, like, just in your lunch break, go and get a hot dog? Or, wait, watch what? a... Watch a Robert De Niro film. Are you watching a Robert De Niro film right now? Have you seen Dirty Grandpa? Uh, no, I haven't. Sorry, sir. I haven't That's seen Dirty Grandpa. Not, re not really my taste, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not my taste either. Neither's the hot dog. But there's a scene in the De Niro film where he just starts a dance-off for no reason. There's a dance-off and all these people appear and start cheering him. What, what, what have you done to De Niro? What have you done to him? He didn't, he, he's like, sitting with a blackmail and De Niro appear in these rubbish films. He doesn't need the money, surely. What have you done to De Niro? I mean, you need to calm down, sir. Take, take this up with De Niro himself. I mean, I, I don't know if I can help you. I'll just go Robert De Niro. Have you got his phone number? Uh, I'm afraid I can't have all this information, sir. Alright, so you've got De Niro's phone number. Okay, just cancel the membership, please. Uh, you'll have to, have to pick through to, uh, to the cancellation team and, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to find, find the extension number for that. And oh, I just got the paper and... Okay, that was cancelled. I didn't know that was cancelled. Again, please attach it to the cancellation team and, um, yeah, I'm not worried about this. You know, since I can hear my thoughts, so... Your call is very important to us. Please hold. Met a guy with the same name as me and the chemist today. The woman shouted at the name. Too much hilarity and confusion as we both made our way to the thing. And then, I mean, I was actually got a wee, I thought he was just joking and then I was actually going to interview the guy for the podcast, but 
he walked away from me. And then I spoke to Joe, who was working with someone with the same name as her that very same day. Then I spoke to a guy who had the same name as one of my mates. What does it all mean? Has anyone got a dream book or a quote for the Matrix that will make sense of this one, please? Still never seen the Matrix, but I'm guessing that this might be one of those Matrix things, Matrix things that you guys always go on about. But, I, what's been happening on the internet? Well, there's a guy for Greenock, <laughs> a guy for Greenock who is looking for a lady who he met on Babe Station. I think she's called Laura Smith or something like that. Laura, Laura something like that. And um, it was his favourite Babe Station presenter. And he says that he's not well and he's got 20 grand in his will that he wants to give to her. If he could just get her real name and address details, then he will be... He, he, he says that he's not a stalker. He wanted to reassure the journalist that he's not a stalker, even though that he's from Greenock and he lives in Bristol, which is where the Babe Station studios are located right now. Babe Station responded by saying that they couldn't get hold of Laura. Her phone must be on silent or something like that. And I suppose the question to you guys is, is that, you know, he's been taking a bit of stick, but is is he just, is, it, is this is this a quite a, an innocent, sort of quite sweet love story? Or is it a wee bit sinister? It's Babe Station. Is that a bit sinister? Or is Babe Station actually all right? All things considered these days. Now, also, we've got... What else has been happening on the internet? We've got stone drivers raging because you can't smoke weed in Scotland anymore and drive a car. They've got a new test for cannabis and coke. So you get a swab test. And everybody who smokes weed is obviously raging about this. And this is just off the back of, you know, Scotland's had minimum drinks pricing and a smacking ban. So now you're actually going to have to take your kid to England to smack them, smoke a joint and get a cheap bottle of Frosty Jacks. Because for people who don't know, down south, Frosty Jacks is now like a, a hipster tipple. It's about 14 quid a bottle for a bottle of Frosties. And Frosty Jacks always had 50% extra free. So I don't know if that's a grey area that they can maybe get around where we know having 500% extra free. But let us know what you think of that. What do you think of that? Is that... Uh, should you be allowed to get stoned and drive? Is that okay? Or is it not okay? So we're asking you that. We want to know what you think about Babe Station guy, Figrinic. We want to know about the stone guy. Also in Manchester which is where we're off to, to play this weekend. There was a woman who was caught being 29 times over the limit of ketamine. So technically it seems that there is a, a safe, <laughs> there is a safe uh, limit of taking ketamine and driving a car, but no cannabis whatsoever, or you'll get the jail. Is that okay? Did you know that it's okay to drive? An accept, there's an acceptable level of ketamine that you're allowed to to ingest th through the nostrils or otherwise 
before you get in a car. So we're asking you about that. Also, we're asking about there was still no one's phoning in yet, but it's oh seven eight four oh five oh eight five oh oh if you want to join in the conversation here. Um what else, sister? The the Joker. We didn't really like to talk about the Joker, no spoilers, but I thought it was quite a good film. Better than Dirty Grandpa. Much better than Dirty Grandpa. The Nero's back. Um so the other still no calls. Um well, let's see if, uh, let's see. Okay, how about this? Right, basically Watt Brothers is a shop. I'm not familiar with it myself, but apparently it's a popular shop that's just went in the liquidation. And it was announced on the Thursday or whatever that Watt Brothers was going into liquidation. And the people of Glasgow started shopping from 5am the next day, queuing up to get a bargain, like vultures. People make Glasgow, eh? But it turns out, after four hours of queuing in the rain, shoppers were furious. Absolutely furious. Because it turned out there was no sale on at all. Now, I don't remember what brother's saying, that there was going to be a sale. Anyway, but people queued up. And in their furious rain, and they were furious... That there was, they, they queued up furiously and they were furious to find out that there was no sale and then they started taking it out on people who were about to lose their jobs. That's a mad one, isn't it? So, oh, oh, oh. Oh, the, 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 the phone is lighting up. The switchboard, ladies and gentlemen, is lighting up. Let's see what the calls is. Let's see what the callers have got to say. So, let's find out what the first caller is. You can talk about anything. We can talk about... Brexit, we can talk about anything that's going on in the world. So let's let's go to the first caller. Hello, can you hear me? Uh hello, hello. Hi, who's that? Who's hello. that? My name is uh it's Susan from Edinburgh. All right, Susan from Edinburgh, how are you doing? Thank you for calling in. You call that radio. We're talking about the the biggest world affairs topics of the day. So what would you like to speak about? Well, I want to talk about uh, how absolutely livid I am. Uh, this morning I, I queued, queued outside uh, the Watt Brothers uh, shop for, for, for about uh, two hours, two hours waiting for a sale that never, never happened, never happened. And, and you know, uh, I'm aware that, you know, it might not seem like the most important thing in the world to you, but, but I waited in that queue in the rain for for hours uh for this for this sale and and the sale the sale sale didn't exist sale didn't well, exist so just to fill in the listeners that might not be aware there's a shop called watch brothers in glasgow so you've traveled all the way from edinburgh to I glasgow from edinburgh to get to this sale and yeah. no all i wanted was some 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 discount items you know a bit of early christmas shopping you know and 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 there was so, no sale there was so, no sale just to fill in the listeners so basically there was a uh, a company we announced that they were going into liquidation the night before, and correct, yeah, yeah. So, and then there, there was no sale. I mean, there was they, no sale. Did they announce? Did they announce that there was going to be a sale? I mean, they didn't. They, they, they you didn't. Uh, 
they didn't announce there was a sale, but I mean, of course you do a sale. You go shut down. Of course you've got items that need to go. the 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 natural thing to do would be to have a sale. So you know, I'm I travelled through all the way from Edinburgh. You know, I took I, I, I travelled through the rain, got three buses, and arrived there, and 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 there was no sale. And I'm absolutely fuming. I'm fuming. Well, I mean, according to the newspapers, everyone was furious. It was a furious day. Yeah, there was almost, there was rioting in the streets almost. There was like some guy I heard muttering something about, you know, he'd got all the way out of his bed. He was there in his fucking pyjamas. Sorry, I just swore on the radio. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I, like I said, I'm angry, I'm angry, you know. And, yeah, and, uh, furious. You sound furious. So are, are you, there were some, some children in the queue, they were crying. It was mayhem. It was mayhem. So are you, are you, do you feel any kind of sympathy for the, the workers who have lost their jobs? There are other jobs in the world, you know, they'll be fine, they'll be fine. They just get a job in another in another shop, you know. What's most important is that I travelled all the way from Edinburgh to get to for this sale and, and, it, was, and, and it was, was raining. raining. And it was raining. It was and raining. I my umbrella, FYI. Yes, so the, the, it's, it was it was rain. It was apparently it was really bad rain, that kind of wet rain. That wet rain that it gets was, right through it, it, it soaks you right through, exactly, exactly. And there's me standing in the rain, waiting, waiting for for the doors to open, and you know, lo and behold, they 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 didn't they didn't open. So, so see, I, I, it's new to me because I, I've never really heard of unless I, I, if a shop says that they're having a sale, then people queue up. But it's new to me that people actually just assume there's going to be a sale and they just turn up. I mean, have you done this before? Really like that, it sounds. It sounds ridiculous, but I mean, have you done this before? Have you done this before? Have you ever? I mean, I, I like to make a habit of 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 taking advantage of a sale when it when it when it's presented to me, and I, I saw nothing wrong with with turning up uh, to take advantage of said sale. Yes, yeah, okay, they didn't say there was a sale happening, but you'd like to think that that's what you would do if you if you were. I mean, if you owned a shop, would you not put a sale on if you if you Went into liquidation overnight. I mean, maybe maybe they just didn't have time. It must have been quite a stressful day. I mean, I I can't understand that. I just don't understand it. Don't understand it. I can't I can't feel for me on getting my head around that. Yeah, so absolutely, I'm furious. I had to travel all the way there and all the way back. And what did I come back with? Guess what? I came back with. Did you buy nothing. anything? Came back with nothing. Nothing. Not even an umbrella. Not even an umbrella. No. Just bored. How much, how much was your train fare? My train fare, I got three buses, I told you already. Yeah, three buses. So are you, you, should, you think Watch Brothers should be giving you a voucher or something like that? Well, I've tried to call them multiple times, but it, it, obviously they've gone into liquidation, but I'm just going to keep trying because I feel like I want, to, I want, some, I want some compensation for, for the stress that I went through. Uh, you know, it's, it was an ordeal. It was an ordeal. Well, is there any other um, companies that you're hoping will will go into liquidation that might you may be able to pick up a bargain from? Well, I've got my fingers crossed on Jenner's, you know, but but you can only dream, you know. Yeah. Well, well, it's always good to be an optimistic bargain hunter. Thank you very much Sorry for your, my life. Thank you for your, is there, have you got any comment to make in Brexit or anything else or? Just get on with it, eh? Just get on with it. <laughs> Just get on with it, right, okay. Thank you very much for your call. Nice one. See you later. Bye.
and that's the phone again ringing with an intrusive douche. Who is it? Who, who's that? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Uh, hi, this is Sandra, Sandra Dawes. How are you doing? Thank you very much for calling in. You call that radio. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Perth. Perth, okay. Sandra from Perth. What would you like to talk about today? Well, I've tried to talk about the fact that I was queuing for about five hours the other day uh, at uh, Watts Brothers. Yeah, the Watts Brothers thing. Yeah. Yep. Queuing for five hours in the rain and there was no sale on, which I thought there was going to be a sale on. Did did they actually, see, could you correct me if I'm wrong here? Because I did read the article and obviously it's a shame that you were queuing in the rain for five hours. I mean, my heart does go out to you. But was was there any mention of a sale? Well, that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is, I was expecting a sale and there wasn't one. So there was no bargains to be had? No, no. And that's all I wanted, really. I just wanted, um, you know, a good deal, but there was nothing. See, nothing. That's a good I five hours of my life to never get back. Five hours you were queuing. And I heard it was raining. Was it raining? Yeah, completely soaked. I didn't even have any waterproofs with me. And there was no waterproof bargains in the shop? No. No, because I, I was expecting that, but no, nothing. See, it seems like hundreds of people decided to queue outside. I mean, it was on the news the night before that there was a liquidation. And so obviously, when you oh, hear Exactly. That, so you expect that there's going to be a bargain when you hear something like that. <laughs> so you, you expected there to be a bargain. So the first thing you think of when you... This is really serious. I was waiting in the rain for five hours. No bargain to be had. It's, it's like not funny at all. So I was absolutely so, I'm new to this because right, so when so when you hear a shop's going into liquidation, you just think to yourself, "Oh, that means there's going to be a bargain in the morning." Oh yeah, of course, because they they're going out, aren't they? They're bankrupt. And um, did you, did you ever shop with them before? No, 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 no. Nah, nah, so no. Maybe, maybe well, it's, it's too expensive. So I thought, yeah, there'll be a sale on. You know, well, I mean, it's quite a good, it's quite a good strategy, isn't it? So what you do is, is you don't buy anything from any shops, and then eventually they go out of business, and then you just queue up and get a bargain the next day. Have you have you done this before? Is there any other shops that you've queued up for before they went out of business? Woolworths. That well, was a good one. Is that a good one? Yeah. So Woolworths went out of business. Next day, queued up, got bargains galore. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and and what brothers just. Nothing. 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 I'm quite surprised. I don't understand how they didn't put a sale on. Like, it doesn't make sense. No, no. And um, and they didn't even, there was none of the staff came out with umbrellas to make sure you didn't get wet or anything like that? No, no. Is it, do you feel sorry for the staff? Um, yeah, I suppose. I suppose you feel a bit sorry for them, but I'm more annoyed about standing in the rain for five hours. Yeah, that must have been terrible. That must have been terrible. And, and nobody's nobody's thinking about you. Everyone's talking about them losing their jobs leading up to Christmas. No one's talking about the bargain hunters out there in the rain. Oh, yeah, they'll get another job. They'll find another job. It's. But where, will you find another bargain? Job. Hmm? Yeah, they'll get another job easy, but you won't get a bargain quite so easily. Well, yeah, exactly. Do you you know, the price is going up. Prices are going up and up and up. People need think- deals. 
give you deals? Do you do you think that that maybe what brothers should give you some sort of compensation for the time you wasted queuing up for the the imaginary sale? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they could. Um, I don't know. Give us some sort of voucher for something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I mean, it doesn't look you, like you can never get you can never get your time back though, can you? No, no. They don't. We'd be did we did them um, contact what brothers to see if they would be offering vouchers, but they just didn't get back. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You would expect that. Yeah, you'd expect that. No wonder they went out of business with that kind well, of... what I was trying to do was, you know, trick people to go, go there and then, you know, think, oh, we're here now, we're going to pay all these prices for all this stuff. But that's not how it works. But you didn't, you didn't buy anything, though? No, of course good not. For you, good for you. Stick to your guns. Don't buy anything from a, from a shop that's going out of business. So, so do you are you saying there's maybe a conspiracy theory here that the shop isn't going into liquidation at all? And it was all like that um that company, that other one, you know, that one that's always saying closing down, closing down, but never closes down. It's a bit yes. funny that is. Yes. Okay. Well that that that's that's totally opened up a, a new thing. That's opened up a whole new yeah. So I think everyone was in the rain making up well, not making up conspiracy theories, but just having a good think. So uh, together in the range, we're all having a good think, and you came to the conclusion that maybe, maybe this company isn't going to business at all. Well, I don't know really. It was at first I was just knackered because it was so early in the morning that we weren't. No one was talking, and then people started chatting, and then there was rumours saying that it was going to be up to seventy five percent off. You know, so I was expecting the right bargain. There was no bargain. Absolutely furious about that. I'm so angry about the whole situation. So out of all the things we could have talked to today, you phoned in the radio, you're not bothered about Brexit or anything like that, you just thought this is the, the prime thing to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, well, I, I hope that you, you get... I hope other companies go to business soon and you get yourself a bargain. And thanks for thank you, Sandra, in Perth, for calling in. You can actually call that radio. It's a real thing. If you phone 07340 Now, I'm not going to tell you what to talk about, but I've got to say I'm a wee bit disappointed. Do you know what I mean? The Tories have just spent 100 million quid on a magic, off the magic money tree, freshly picked from the magic money tree, 100 million quid, which was just a kind of propaganda campaign telling people to get ready for Brexit. I mean, you click the website, it was just a... It was just like a poodle shrugging, a British bulldog shrugging its shoulders because nobody knows how you can get ready. Even the website didn't know how you could get ready. And now they've just said that it's not even happening on the 31st of October. Nothing's happening on the 31st of October apart from Halloween and a gasp gig at Feel Better at the Icebox. So I'm not telling you what to talk about. You can talk about what you want. I'm just a wee bit disappointed. I'm checking the text here just now. I'm getting texts about... Orange Twirl's been too expensive. I'm getting people complaining about Iron Brew bringing out an old Iron Brew, but it's too old. It's 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 not the new old Iron Brew. And I'm just thinking, you know, can we not be talking about more productive things than, you know, you've got Sarah for, for was it Sandra for Perth? And you had, was it Susan for, hold on a minute. 
Did you know think that the quality can't be? Have a, do you, so if, see if you listen to the people that just phoned in there. It was Susan for Edinburgh. And it was Sandra for Perth, right? Did they not sound exactly like the Cine World stuff that I phoned in 2015? I mean, what's the chances of that happening? I mean, I mean, the Cine World stuff that I spoke to did sound like the kind of people that would queue for five hours in the rain like vultures waiting in a company to collapse so that they could save some money, even though a sale hadn't been announced and then get raging at the very people who just lost their jobs because there was no bargains to be had. But how? They don't sound like the kind of people that would listen to you call that radio. And how would they know that I was going to read out the Cine World Diaries today? Or is it a bit more like, what's that? La, 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 la. Fuck those, I'm not even going to think about that. That's, that'll, that'll fry your nut. Let's, let's go back to the real issues. You call that radio, it's about the real issues. So coming up next, Frank Foodie phones Rice Krispies. I'm too busy. That's fine, I'm recording as well, that's right. All right, Keir, how you doing? I'm Frank. Hi Frank, how can I help you today? Yeah, Frank, it's just a quick call, mate. Um, uh, for, first of all, I just want to say I'm a, a big fan of Kellogg's. I'm really glad to hear that, Frank. I'm, 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 it's a bit complicated when you have some positive feedback. It's, mate, I've ate cornflakes 40, de- 40 years, man and boy. That I'm I think you guys are the creme de la creme of cereals. You kill less people than Nestle, and I agree that you's are the original and the best. Maybe not the maybe not the tastiest of the cereals, but definitely the most reliable with the gaffer tape of cereals. I'm really glad to hear that. I'd be more than happy to pass your comments on for you, Frank. I mean, what's the Old saying, silence is golden, but gaffer tape is silver. Ha! <laughs> what am I like? What am I like? I'm a foodie. I'm like a foodie. But, aye, anyway, man, I ate cornflakes, man and boy, for 40 years until I found out how cornflakes were invented. You know what I mean? The old 112 buckle my shoe from Dr. Kellogg's to stop the five knuckle shuffle and get some nutrients in it instead. Now, it's an honourable idea, but kind of puts me off cornflakes. Nothing against Dr. Kellogg's methods or his politics, but just kind of put me off my cornflakes. But I'd never boycott Kellogg's like some other people. He made strange ideas, but you know what all geniuses do. So do you know what I did, mate? I switched to Rice Krispies. And that's why I'm calling you, mate. Because I switched to Rice Krispies. Because... I'm loving the Rice Krispies, mate. Smack, crackle and pop, mate. I'm loving them. Loving them. But there's a slight issue with my recent purchase of Rice Krispies. There was a really good deal going on. And uh, I've just, I'm at that age where I've got a loyalty card now. So I, I snapped up the Rice Krispies. It was a massive box, mate. It was a big, massive box of Rice Krispies. I couldn't carry 
I had my back carrying it back home, man. And all my neighbours thought it was a weirdo because I looked like I was hugging the box of Rice Krispies. But I wasn't hugging it, I was just carrying it. You know, but I had to get the sort of the bear hug going. Anyway, mate, the, prob- the problem with it is, is that my house isn't big enough for the box, man. It's, it's just taking up all the space in my kitchen. It's freaking out my wife. It just, it won't fit in any of the cupboards. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. Because this has what size of boxes was it you purchased? Like, what, how many grams was it? Or I, think, I think it's a couple of kilos, mate. Okay, and where did you purchase the product from? It was for the co-op. I've got a loyalty card with the co-op, mate. So I stay loyal to the co-op. Never thought I'd be that guy, man. Usually when they ask me in the shop, have you got a loyalty card? I used to always say, oh, I'd probably just lose it. <laughs> but... I kept on cringing because that's shite pattern, man. So I stopped saying that and I just got myself a loyalty card. Just bit the bullet, got myself a loyalty card. And I've been happy with it ever since. But the the box, it, mate, I'm a foodie. I love my I love my Rice Krispies. In fact, on a special occasion, I'll even put a wee teaspoon of sugar in it. Like I said, I'm a foodie. But it's too big, mate. It's freaking me out. I can't, I can't. I can't I can, I've not got a door in my kitchen, mate, so I can see it for the living room. Mm. Well, unfortunately, if, obviously, if it is quite a large box, um, so you would need to have boxes large enough to, uh, to hold them. But obviously, we do offer different varieties, different sizes of varieties of the products. So, obviously, after you finish this particular box, you can go ahead and purchase, like, a smaller box. No, mate, I don't think you, underst- you understand me, mate. It needs to go. So, the large box has to go? It needs to go, mate. You need to send someone around to get it out of here. The wife's freaking out. Well, Mate, I, I hurt my back. I hurt my back bringing it in, in the first place, man. It's too risky. I'll put my back out. I'm not a manual labourer, mate. I'm a foodie. Obviously, I completely understand, but unfortunately, that's not our service that Kelly do offer. Um, I do apologise for that. But what we're more than happy to do is to make a like, mention about the box being a wee bit too big for, uh, obviously, like the size variety. But unfortunately, we'll be able to come into your house to remove the product. Mate, just send someone, mate. Wait, just send someone. Get the bus. So unfortunately, that's not, as I said, it's not something we're able to do, unfortunately. Mate, I've been 40-year man and boy. I've been a Kellogg's fan. The least you can do is just jump in a mega bus and get this out of my kitchen. I don't make friends easily. I, if I'm being honest, I, I don't make friends easily at all, man. I've like, if it sounds a bit sad, but Kellogg's is probably my best friend. You know, who, you know, who, when um, I, on my way to my first ever job interview, who was there? Kellogg's was there in the morning. You know what I mean? First time I broke my hand punching a wall, who was there? Kellogg's. The first time I went abroad with my wife, who was there? Well, actually, Kellogg's wasn't there because they didn't sell Kellogg's. So I had crisps, I had lay crisps instead. I was raging. But it was all right because I like crisps and all. Well, unfortunately, that's not something we're able to do, unfortunately. 
it's still doesn't change the fact we're not able to send someone into your house to remove the packaging. It's not something we're able to do. So you tell me I'm just going to... She said, the wife says it's got to be out by the morning, man. You tell me I'm just going to need to eat Rice Krispies all night. Is that is is that going to be good for me to eat a two kilos of rice krispies and a one on me? I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll have a bucket. I'll do it. If you've got any plastic containers, you can remain the rice krispies into that, and you can get rid of the packaging tomorrow. But we would be able to send someone up to collect. That's just not something we're able to do. All right. Well, if you send me a few plastic containers, mate, we'll call it quits. So unfortunately, we would be able to send you plastic containers. There'd have to be something you have in your own household. Well, can you send me a voucher for? For Kellogg's voucher so that that covers the cost of the plastic containers. So what I'll be more than happy to do is, as you have been quite a loyal fan of the product, I can arrange for some vouchers to be sent to you, which you can use to put towards purchase of the products in the future. Right, okay, that's good, because then I could buy the plastic container and then offset the cost with some Kellogg's. So aye, that would that would be fine. Okay, so what I need... I just fiddy. I'm a fiddy, mate. Yeah, I Fiddy, just F O O D I E. D I E for I'm not saying die by the way, I'm not that angry. For I just I was just spelling Fiddy. <laughs> so what I'll be more than happy to do, Frank, is arrange for these vouchers to be sent out. So they'll be sent out first thing tomorrow for you and they should be in the next five to ten working days. Okay? That's brilliant, mate. Thank you very much. Have a brilliant weekend. And you yous were alright. Much better than Nestle, man. You are much better than Nestle. You too, mate. Have a brilliant weekend. I'm just... Thank you. Call that radio. No. You call that radio. You can actually call that radio on a phone number. It's a real thing. You just phone. You call that radio on... 07340-508-500. 07340 508 Good to see Frank Foody finally getting some free vouchers or coupons or whatever he got. Good on him. Good on him. I know what it's like to have a, a giant box of Rice Krispies staring at you, staring at me right now through the door because there's no door in the kitchen. I can see it. So, well done, Frank. It's now time for the main event. One of the greatest writers, poets, MCs the Scotland's ever produced, Gasp. He's got loads of stuff online. Go to gasp.bandcamp.com. Also check out his music videos on YouTube, especially the ones he does with Tommy Slack. Unbelievable. Unbelievable videos. High, they look high budget and they've just done the two of them. So check them out if you're not aware of gas before. And uh, you also hear Physics there as well, one of the best MCs about. Great graph artist as well if you want to commission him to do some graffiti art. And Tony Smoke, the DJ, is there for a bit as well. And there's a, even a cameo from Kenny Bates who runs uh, Strange Behaviours in Stirling. It was recorded when we did a gig at the Tollbooth. I was on first. And I was a bit scared when we did this bit because there was, didn't seem to be anyone there. But thankfully, they were all in the bar. So when I came on stage, it got it started getting busy. And by the time Gas came on stage, it was mobbed. And it was a really good atmosphere. Shouts to Kenny for having us. And I hope you enjoy it. 
like I said, this was quite an, this was one of the first podcasts I ever actually recorded. So I was still learning what to do. So hopefully the sound's okay. Hopefully my questions are okay. I apologise I did have a few drinks during this one. But when you throw me and Gasp in a room together, that's kind of what happens from time to time. So I hope you enjoy it. Final shout-outs to Morphemish for mastering the audio for you today. And a shout-out to all the Patreons who are supporting this podcast, this whole project. Uh, it means so much. So thank you so much. If, you want to, if you're enjoying the show and you want to support it, then you can just put a couple of quid a month in or more if you, if you can afford it. Just go to patreon.com forward slash you call that radio and there's, you can join the Minson Tatties crew for about £2 a month. One of the Minson Tatties crew shouts to Lorna, who's a Minson Tatties crew member. She's hosting Feel Better on Halloween. So if you're listening to this before Halloween and if we haven't been Brexited, which I don't think we have because nobody still figured out what a Brexit is. You know what I mean? Apart from get it done, get it on, mate. But no one actually knows what Brexit is. So I doubt it'll be Brexited. But even if it is, go to the icebox and watch Feel Better with Gasp, who's going to bring Mr. Bose, Loki, Shogun, Conscious, Physics, Tony Smoke, a whole gang of them. C. Smith's going to be doing stuff. C. Fern's going to be doing stuff. And I'll be hosting a pub quiz Brexit thingy. I'm not exactly sure what I'll be doing, but I'll be there. There'll be a raffle. There'll be a pub quiz. We'll look after you. It's only a fiver in, so get yourself to the icebox if you're not listening to this in the future. Now, it's time for the main event. Shoutouts to Gasp. Psychopathy, you're still not studying me or the words that are speaking. My apology if that sounds like monotony being drowned in ferocity. But I don't like responsibly, I don't like hypocrisy and authority. I don't like the way they talk to me. They're all talking, saying, I'm gonna me. I've got a middle finger for the majority. Backstage in the Tobit and Bonnie Sterling. How are you doing, guys? Good, man, good. It's good to be out rapping and performing with the friends. It's uh, gathered tonight, we're just about to start the gig in about half an hour. We've got it's Jackal Trades, then it's Physics, then it's Gasp, then we get Tony Smoke here. What up? Who's going to be DJing? Tapping the laptop, isn't it? Tapping the laptop. Tapping the laptop, isn't And we've got Mac here, Driver. Shouts to Mac, thanks for getting us here safely. Uh, so, why have you played Stirling before? I haven't, no. I've always heard good things about it, but I've heard good things about this venue and uh, the 
fucking brought his curry, man. So I, man, as a fridge full of heavy. We're sitting backstage in a, in a lovely green room with the, we've got shower facilities, mm. a fridge full of beer, and a magic and, doorway, and a, a, a nice wee curry. So they've treated us well, and yeah, you're for us, you. Ah, when, was the, when, was the, when was the last time you played? Uh, Tarts, I think. The headlines for Tarts, man. That was good. Um, good tournament and shit. I think that was the last show, man, eh? Yeah. So I've been keeping my head down, just been writing and shit. So is this, are you going to be doing, so the, it's the current album you've been kind of promoting recently? Aye, ah, I've just been doing that and gigs. I did the launch, then I did Tarts, and uh, I've got a few other shows coming up, and then I am just going to keep doing that to the end of the year and just finish this project I'm working on now. Uh, where's this project uh, it's going to be Brian the Vampire uh, I've put out some tunes off already but I've realised I was going to put it out as an EP and then I was getting more beats and I was like fuck the next time I want to put it I'm just going to make it longer and I want to time it out they come so I'm just going to take my time it's something Mog said to me once it always kind of stuck with me he's like what's the point in doing an EP you know, just the another four songs and you've got an album. Exactly, yeah, but yeah. I would say that Mog just almost did EP himself. This is mine. But I, 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 well, once you get to about six songs, I remember Boz actually told Boz he was released an album. He was released an EP, but it was at seven or eight tracks and what? Put in two skits, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> then take it to double figures uh, and then that's it. Fixing this EP is an album. Yeah, I think as well, because I've done that, the current things. 26 tracks and then the one before that was 28 tracks do you know what I mean that was 4 EPs in one and then writing after that if when, once you put out a project that I'm out of tracks you're like and you put it it just seems fucking insignificant <laughs> so that's how I put country 26 into the last one I'm probably just going to have to fucking it's going to be over 20 man fuck it <laughs> just keep up that standard you know what I mean just just that that there's going to be at least one just on it somebody's going to like you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that so even is that a fitness CD? Well, no, the last, the, the, the last thing I had to go on two CDs, man, eh? And that was the last thing I just fight on. This is not pop, but it's on, this is, was it, did the, is that, is on CD's uh, left? this is not pop. I, no, there's none, they sold it a few months ago, man, which was, which was good, I was chuffed for that. So do you think, so there's still a demand for the, the physical thing? Is it making a comeback? Is it weird enough? I don't think? know, I think it's always been there coming in our soccer because we've right. never had anybody to fucking put shit out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You always do it yourself. Uh, I see yeah, you put it yourself. I put it myself. You put it yourself. I put it myself. But you, you probably put more effort into actually making it and you actually do try it yourself. You just look around and hope people buy it. Uh, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite bad. Yeah. After I've had a, a good night, I've played a good gig and I've got another series, I just sort of start dishing them out for free. That's what happens. Yeah, I've done the deal with your works. Totally. Well, as you say, as you say with t-shirts as well, though, if, you've got a good, if you've got a reasonable markup, then there's, there's room to give people, you know, a cheap deal. Especially if somebody's really into what you do, but they're skint, so you're just like... Everyone's skint. Buy a fucking CD. Buy it. Spotify, then, you've, you're doing well. You've got 5,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Aye, that, that's impressive numbers, man, for what you're... I don't, I don't think anybody else is hitting that in Scotland. No, well, maybe, maybe Shogun. George is probably the only one that's doing it, but that is exceptional numbers, man, for such a... Do you think that, because obviously you use uh, beats, famous beats, do you think that's brought in a new audience? There was some that I paid for on it. Um, I think I paid for three or four beats off it, so I ended up forming it about three, four hundred pounds for beats on it anyway. Yeah. 
And then other ones, it was just stuff I liked, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. I it started with Bucky Guy or something, and I was like, well, fuck it, I can find another feeling there. Yeah. That's how I was like, is, 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 is it opened up an, an international audience, this new album, you think? Because you can't be getting 5,000 to Scotland, I, I imagine it must be, man, eh? because I did get the, the end of year, I think, to Spotify, and it was like 56 countries or something. Yeah, I think they just fucking say that with them, you know what I mean? It's just like, I even, so I don't know, but it does say I think 56. No, I think it is, I think, I think, if somebody in Poland or someone in... That's it, because all it takes is one person. Yeah, exactly, one person. It registers that country. And, and, and people, that are, <laughs> people that are in the underground hip-hop, I mean, they look, if they're supposed to start playing like English acts, then... Eventually, Spotify will throw the odd Scottish thing at them. Aye, that's, what, that's exactly what I'm talking about the fact that they're hearing the Scottish accent more, do you know what I mean? That's one thing I'm like fucking brilliant. And when we were, I think probably in the this podcast, we spoke to Brother Ali and asked him about the UK hip hop and how he, how he dealt with accents. And he just said that Akala and Loki didn't even consider them English hip hop because they were totally. just making the same hip hop that all his friends were making back in, um, I'm not kidding about where it is, what state he's from, I mean. Mm-hmm. But, it, so, I, I think that, well, first of all, people like the Scottish accent, it's a popular accent, that's why we have all the call centres here, because mm-hmm. <laughs> people did like the Scottish accent, mm-hmm. and it's weird, the Scottish poetry, is a, is, it, it'll help you having a Scottish accent in poetry, mm-hmm. but for some reason, if you put a banging beat behind it, people start cringing, uh, which is probably weird. weird. Well, if you remember yourself, it takes like even people first start hearing us over ten years, man. Like, but a new audience that sometimes takes them that threshold to get over it. And yeah. Once, but it seems to be there's a lot of things in the audience. I think it's the female things. Yeah. I think that I think the female thing's great where where you got impressed in the honey farm and people they're, they're reaching a a totally new audience because the honey farmer the people that are they're going to honey farm gigs would never even consider Scottish hip hop. But now they're, they're getting here, Max, and they're getting introduced. So, and, you yeah. know, I think they've done a great job of opening up that world as well, the kind of indie blogosphere. Um, and from that, that gave a platform to people like Hector Bezert. And obviously, Darren McGarvey Loki, he's, he's, he's kind of went a totally different angle. Uh, he's just tricked people in a lot of ways. He became an author, but he's a rapper as well. I'm going to change that. And, uh, and then obviously Shogun, I mean, that, that video went viral, I think, was, was really helpful. Because I think, I mean, just all the UK hip-hop heads then as well. I mean, physics yourself, you've, you've, you've got a lot of respect down there for mm-hmm. some of the, some established rappers and producers. And you, you, you've been doing, you, do you play festivals down there? Or what, you, what, have you, what have you done down in England? I can't even fucking remember, mate. No comment. 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 I also travel sometimes with Dean Dex with their show at some of the battle things. There's, yeah. there's a couple of times we went down and they asked us to play because we had stuff, videos that were popping, so we're all like, right, cool. And obviously, I think, no, because a lot of uh, the cats that were battling at that time were really making music, so they wanted to try and show that cats that were battling can make good music because there's always that stigma or they can battle, they can make good music, whereas we've done it the other way about, we battled but made music and then all that, fuck it, like we'll just... Was it was, was one of the reasons you started battling just to, to draw attention to your music? No, I always battled, uh, 
I started freestyling and then we had your battle just with your mates, you know what I mean? But I liked it, I liked that fucking camaraderie, the back and forth, bamming comes up, calling your pals more, fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I love that shit. But, but you don't anywhere though, why? No. Did you stop loving it? I don't know, that's the thing, I've always wrote punchlines, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my music, it's either fucking, it's either like kind of deep or dark or whatever, or whatever. I, I, I'll go for a certain sound, but I've always, always got the punchline shit. I always enjoy that, like fucking let's make cunts laugh, you know what I mean? Let's say some funny shit. I yeah. don't know like that, but well, that's, well, that was that was my first time I heard your stuff. It was it was very just kind of shock value humour. Uh, I think the first tune I heard though that, that blew me away was an actual song. If you know what I mean, it was it was, it was stop the clocks. Great uh, clock, great clock. Remember I was saying to you at KG Park, I was like, wow, man, I actually get shivers in the back. Of my, that was like that. I just thought that is a tune. Uh, just it works so well, and then. I mean, how many albums have you actually done in the last year? <laughs> <laughs> in general, but recently it's just been... Yeah, I'm, well, the, the one that I'm working on now will be my 11th. But there was stuff even before Corpus Mendes that never went out. There was like a full, there was a, there was a full release from there. And I thought it was only about 11, 10 tracks, but somebody actually showed me some of the tracks. Uh, yeah, there was about 15, 20 tracks that never went out, do you know what I mean? So... Aye, but actual releases that are all on Bandcamp, man, aye, there's, um, they're mocking on my living, so there's been 10 out, man, aye, and some of them, have, even the Feeling Self Open in Las Vegas, I there's like four EPs, four, seven track EPs or whatever, and an album, in album form, so that's like 27, 28 tracks, aye. it's four EPs, so it's technically like four releases and one release, do you know aye. what I mean, that way. And then collabs, collaborations. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I wish I could collab more, but I'm so focused on fucking writing my own shit, and I find that hard enough. Yeah. Everyone comes like, oh, I want to jump on this, you're like, aye, mate, I'll do it. And then, you know, I just, I, there's a few I'm sitting on it, it's really good. There's been cunts that I've been working on, especially the Scottish cats and other people, and you're just like, you're always so focused on what you're trying to get, do you know what I mean? What you're, what you're trying to write yourself, and then when you do you end up jumping on a club, you, you obviously want to come with your best shit, do you know what I mean? Mm. But so that's hard, but I don't know. I want to do my collabs, but you know what it's like, you know what I mean? Do you have an exclusive telling about the new shit? Exclusive side? Oh, I mean, he's got a working on some shit, we'll say that. I'm actually working on, technically, I'm working on four things in it. Aye. Um, I've got a thing with Scott that's going to be fucking mad. He's laid the first track, we've got all the beats. It just sounds so different, it's going to be out there. I think a lot of cunts are going to start. When's that coming up? No date. <laughs> still but, but you just you just just, just dropped the bomb, Scott. So like, right, we want to tell you. That's why I was like, no matter. Sure. <laughs> cool. Nah, I, you might as well. I, we're, we're gonna we're gonna work on that, man. It'll be good. And then I've come up on a hang with Scott. Two hangs with you. So yeah. that's three three hangs with Scott, and then there's Brian the Vampire hang. So, but Brian the Vampire will definitely be dropping this year, the thing with Scott will be dropping this year. What about the Voids? Any more Void stuff coming out? Eh, uh, there will be, man, aye. I won't. So the Voids, Physics, Gas, and Shogun. Unconscious. Unconscious, aye. So, when, 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 what, is there stuff recorded that we've not heard? Eh, uh, aye. Well, I've, got, I've got a couple of things with Joe coming out on, and then the three years I've got some stuff coming out. I don't know, we will get written now. A void project at some time. It's obviously it's just we couldn't all get our heads together to know we're going to do a project because Joe's got his heat down in a minute. <laughs> he was uncertain. We do that right. We'll work on this. You know what I mean? And then he gets heat down, and you just you don't know when. You know what I mean? So we're going to wait, wait until he man's out, and then we'll just fucking see what happens. We'll wind it. Yeah. Anytime we take shit, we'll just we're always hanging out. We're like, right, we're right. We don't. You know what I mean? We don't want to be like. 
Yeah. 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 That was a brilliant, that was a brilliant show. That's brilliant. Was there any, any highlights, Wi-Fi highlights you like, you've, you've enjoyed? Uh, the launch was definitely good, man. To see everybody out and everybody enjoying Count, not raining and fucking hearing your mates scream the word back. You know, we couldn't just have a wrong, man. That was brilliant. Enjoyed Tuts as well. But I've not been doing as much shows recently, you know what I mean? So... I suppose it's getting the right balance as well because it makes it more special if you're not, you know. Aye, totally. So you've got people travelling and they've got for Glasgow to Stirling mm-hmm. and, you know, they wouldn't be doing that if you were playing every week. Obviously, they don't know that you're playing Glasgow next month yet. <laughs> 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 you can announce that at the end of the gig. <laughs> I think it's actually going to announce the morning. Aye. <laughs> I, I, I like you all day, but we'll just wait until the 10th of March. Aye, aye, no, aye. <laughs> That's all I have. Well, you can announce it on stage, they're already aye. here. Don't worry, tell them Glasgow country I'm playing in Glasgow, not me, just why. We'll just wait. So I will get considered this. And it gets the amount of players as well, you know what I mean? <laughs> so what so actually you're using the fucking have no we've not actually had time to sort of but we're right next to Stirling Castle, it's just there. But we're we're in we're in a, a green room. Uh, it's maybe green. I've actually been stalling a lot, man. I was doing up as a skateboard player, so I used to go to that and hang my mom taking up to see the slog man one time, fucking years ago when I was a wee boy. What? And my mom came through one and watched his slog. Exciting stuff. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it? I was going to go into my slog. You guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been stalling a few times and there's a lot of fucking boring shit as well, but I really enjoyed it. Does that like just. The, the kind of oldness and the Scottishness about it is like you go into a pub and it's 300 year old or whatever. It's good. Nah. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, the parts are speaking about the old, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the. What, what, what hip hop artists inspired you to start doing what you do? Well, back in the day, fuck knows, man, all sorts of shit. I don't, I don't know. As I said, I was actually telling Panda this while I was remembering it. Some of the best shit I knew when I was younger, man, was Nas, you know what I mean? Come from my own, and, and, sure. I, and then I started getting into fucking just your usual shit. I was into like, uh, Big L, you know what I mean? Biggie. Mm. And I, it's actually Biggie's anniversary today as well. That's how I picked this date because I was given a few dates and I was like, oh, day March 9th, it was how it was Biggie's anniversary, so I'll be coming on with a Biggie track when I Oh, yeah, aye. Aye, stuff. Um, did you? It's funny when I always ask everyone about that, the same age group as me. Like everybody goes tiptoes round and doesn't mention Eminem. But I'm assuming you were listening. I was, oh, I definitely. I, I, everyone was. Like, but but you, it's first time. It's the same. It's the same. But you talking? Okay. I've seen him. I've seen him at the Barrelands in 1999. Yeah. Oh, I love to see him, man. That, that was when he was fucking four, four, thirteen, fourteen. You know the other. I've seen him at Glasgow Green, and it was absolutely crazy. They had to stop the gig three times because the crowd were crushing, and then. I seen him at Hamden a few years later and it was absolutely terrible. You could tell that he was he was he was stunned with it. At that moment, you know that young a young Eminem actually excited to be playing Glasgow and well he'd feel probably drugs as well. But that first album dropped at Blue Camp Mines, not being obviously found out the shit before and you're just like fucking hell. So intricately so intricately what not me. 
But I that first album, and the second one was good as well. Yeah. But then I started getting into my underground shit, and I was like, and then they then realised this kind of pop. Do you know what I mean? You start listening to. I was listening to the underground shit as well. It was sound bombing to it, and Eminem was on that. LP was also on that. So there was a lot of good shit on the, the, the sound bombing too. I think it was. But even before that, man, I was listening to fucking. I was listening to a lot of mad shit as well. But it's very, it's very diverse. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, it's the same as all taste. You know what I mean? There's a whole fucking plethora. What about any anyone any for any listeners, there's any underground hip hop acts in it and how that you'd shout out that people should be checking out? Uh yeah. going, what about yeah. anywhere? Anywhere? UK America, anyone anyone you're just listening to now, you're like that's 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 dope. People are still tuning, people that I don't know what I'm saying. I just I don't know what I'm saying. 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 I Names, man, all fucking right. names, shit, and I've been listening to yeah, There's a lot of kinds of like Conway and that, do you know what I mean? And um, Black as well. Listening to a lot of Black. I've not actually been listening to his new album as much, but I'll still go back and listen to Free Black and shit. Just again, it's just because the way the internet is, you know, that we're, we're, we're bombarded with music, but it's really hard to kind of soak in an album the way you used to. Mm. Uh, we just skip nowadays. Yeah, I love this. I was album because obviously getting them next week. I was like, that bit of. Well, that is that's yeah. a, that is one good way to actually get an album is if you're either playing a gig with someone or you or you're going to a gig. Hello, we've uh, we've having a podcast. This is uh, Kenny, the man of the moment. Who's <laughs> wrecking strange behaviours? How's it all going? All right, man. All right. Need to see you yet? Um, we'll see what you are. <laughs> I was going to say, we can just push it back a little bit. We're going to say eight o'clock, but we'll see quarter past or something. Yeah. Everyone will be Yeah, I probably, I've nobody really cares about seeing me, Hank. We're just waiting for the gas. What time's the gas going at nine? We'll call it nine. We'll probably have enough feet. I was like, ah, yeah, the, the venue's just next to the train station. <laughs> 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 we always said it's no actually. Five, ten minute walk, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a... See the way you drive around? Is that the way you have to walk as well? No, you can walk through. You can walk right off that because it was like a big U-turn. It's like a kind of uh, bike repair and hire shop next to the station. Right, I see. I'll be happy if there's five people, man. I'll be happy if there's five people. That'd be a failure since you've got a plus six. How many bands are going to be going flyers? Flyers? Those are falling in all the time. I'm so tickets, right? That's cool, right? Okay. I've always got more cups, so. Yeah. That's fine. So, three tickets. How many tickets? 25. 25, that's alright. Yeah. No, no, wait, 27. 27. I know, I know, I know, well, at least six or seven people are paying as well. So, I think we'll worry. That's rare for five tickets in that. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. Is there a clash in there at the night? Uh, uh, George Michael tribute act. Oh, <laughs> 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 Where's that? Uh, Next door. Next door to the chase. Every time. Right. 
Is, is there other venues that's still in the way enough? There's like pub venues and stuff, there's uh, covers nights and yeah. jam nights and stuff, but there's This is the happening place. It's the only place really that puts on like original music, yeah. 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 And it's great. Cool. You sell like, I think we're at three or four hundred for Josh Michael down the road, so. Wow. You know, wow. that's what people want to see. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's true, it's true. 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 It's Remember when the watched the complete Stone Roses, which is weird. I mean, they were actually throwing lighters in the drum kit, but they were enjoying it. This was not heckless. Like, yes, I want to be a dog. Throwing a lighter. That's why there's not that many gigs in Dublin, I suppose. But I remember being backstage. My mates were supporting them, so I was backstage, and I remember a guy going up to I think it was. Ian Brown, Ian Brown or Manny or whatever it was, and he just was like, you don't really look like him close up. And I just thought, that must be such a strange experience after a gig. You know, people, it's bad enough people giving you praise or criticisms, but that actually being someone saying, you don't look like a person. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like a person, so I'm not. Taking over. I'm not irrational, adaptable animal type, but a tight man that will bite after you lay in fanatical cannibal with a mechanical life. Your taxables are practically invaluable. I hit a clavicle twice, causing national fright in a casual night like petrol slamble, right? Laughing, I might bar the shite. I will you actually wait? I actually might ask for a fight and buy you twice. Staggering's nice back to the days, passion I taste, acts in the mind. It's a gradual decline after the rain. So what's that sandwich on night out? I can literally taste the apathy drip down the back of my spine I'm the bastard in Swain, standing in line Asking in time after the stain I'm the tight dance, okay, that's fine Cause if not, I can kick off Hit the boss, rip his limbs off I could easily make walking in the booth Or seem like a grim job His loss, I guess he thought he... When bad gigs, in fact, you could join in So I like to ask everyone this in the show Is an example of a bad gig When it went, up, when it went bad And that, that could be as a promoter or as a or is a musician? Yeah, I don't know. That one when I got signed off for Sam Lake Morrissey, that was a low. <laughs> that was Shogun. So basically, Kerry had to. Shogun didn't have his CDJs or his USB ones, so Kerry had to. Well, Kenny didn't have to, Kenny, he just off his own initiative, played guitar, and Shogun said it sounded more worse. That, that is shocking. And shocking. ironically, this is an old jail, and Shogun is at the jail. And uh, what would be yourself, Tony? You, any bad gigs that stand out? Fuck you, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is there one? Yeah. What's the first one you can I'll tell you, my worst ever gig, I used to live in Poland years ago, I was DJing, and 
I get a bit drunk at the vodka when I'm kind of getting used to the climate of living in Poland. So I went into this like games drum and bass or something, and it was old um, ten weeks final twelve tens. This guy kept coming up and heckling me. I just lost my nut and actually flipped the whole deck system <laughs> onto the atom onto the dance floor and got swiftly removed. <laughs> And sort of chilled out and slapped about a few times. And yeah. I had to come back crawling from my records the next day. So I think that was probably my lowest one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the first time that I've had a bad gig story where it sounds like it's your fault. Uh, well, it kind of was my fault. But I, no, actually, it was all my fault. <laughs> but, uh, that's that's my my it's a bad gig. No, that, that's, that's great. <laughs> I think I want to go a bit nine hard when I went to the gig. Fuck, must have been that huge influx of Glaswegians that moved to Poland. Poland's good now, you just have to squad at Glaswegians. Well, that's that way of being like Poland. Poland can't come to Glasgow and I'll be told he's like, yeah, I can't go to Poland. That's exactly what I did. I'm not going to Poland. 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 i uh, oh fuck man probably a lot of them I probably can't remember because I've been drunk and that's why they've been a bad gig no. so it's actually no bad they were bad because I was in a blackout and I also can't remember them so so yeah you don't you don't you remember I met you that night I don't know when I would have met you I always met uh, anyone that he's been on a blackout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't drink anymore. I, I, I can't eat it. I, I forget all my, my lyrics. I've no, yeah. I've no drank and performed in about five years or something. Well, it's also the, 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 the level of songwriting that you're at now as well. It's, it's very complex, fast shit. Mm. Yeah. You, you can't, aye, yeah. What about physics? Have you ever, you can't ever remember what, have you ever been booked for a thing that just was, like, what's his name? Oh, we weren't right. ready for hip hop. Aye, me and Conscious played a ten year old's birthday party. And it was all just like Mars and you know, like, fuck this, fuck that. Um, was that was that a booking agent that sorted that? Uh, no comment. No. <laughs> but did they go to no? I mean, obviously that's an unusual one, but I'm sure that the ten year olds would like that. Did they like it? Aye, but you've got to censor yourself these things. But we that forgot to do that. Sorry, that that is. <laughs> I actually had a conversation with I wouldn't say who with because but basically the it was a, a promoter who was saying that they wanted us back to this thing but apparently a couple of years ago I had sung during the day Jeremy Kendall fucked my wife and I was like hold on a minute I've definitely not done that because I, I, my dad came up with a line and went what am I going to do and he went Jeremy Kendall's been riding my bike and I was like that's amazing that's even funnier and everyone does the bike action as if they're riding their bike so I definitely didn't do it and, and I said that I went no I saw Jeremy Kills riding my bike but maybe the crowd yeah, didn't get the memo and they saw it so uh, I but you, yeah especially you're, you're running so fast I mean how you how, you know you're not, you're not giving you're not much time to just drop a word yeah, no, it's pretty hard. that is that is that is difficult you're off you're off Kenny thanks Kenny we'll see you soon um, so We've went from bad gigs, good gigs, Scott. If you, if you, what is it? Right? Yeah, there's other things I've been to. We just want to say, I'm loving this. 
No. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> not fucking one, mate. Like, not one. I've got about 90% every gig. Well, you used to, you don't do it so much now, you used to wait here before all this. Ah, that's right. right. That became You'd always go, we've got that Scott, you'd be ready to go on, and Scott got that out. We're back in five minutes, you know, he's away. He's away. I'm just waiting. You see, man. Scott's away, you know what I mean? I've done that, I've done that a couple of times as well. It's actually, it's actually not, it's quite good. It's very cathartic. But it's not, I think it's, 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 No, you don't, yeah, I. Well, right, that's the, yeah, you don't, if it's just playing all the time, that's starting to turn into an eating disorder, really, isn't it? <laughs> just more if you do something a few times, it just becomes fun and fun. Yeah, we're wearing lucky socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just beat, I've just beat my ritual, I've actually ate some curry, normally I don't eat before I did, but I just thought, it's there, and it's free, I'm going to have some curry. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, hopefully I'm not sick on the mic, well, I wasn't sick on the mic, but uh, not physically. But we've got curtains tonight as well. We've got big blue curtains behind us. And I think that's I think that's going to help us. Thanks, yeah, I think there's something good about having big blue curtains behind you. It's like it's like it's as if there's like a play. It's gonna just open up behind it. <laughs> Someone just reveals a thing. No, that's just my that's just me then. <laughs> I seen you talking to her at the bar two weeks ago She looked like trouble, man, I need to know She looked me dead in my face Asked me if I would buy her a drink Didn't know what to think And asked me if I liked the colour pink A subtle thing She followed me outside And asked for a drunken fling She was drunk, I was drunk It was more a drunken thing I was coming up talking mad She liked it so I knocked her back I'm not for that And told me how her ex used to knock her back Thinking, look, I'm not your dad We met again a week later, she lost her flat I felt sort of bad, so I bought her that drink We talked and laughed A lot of questions got tossed and asked She just seemed lost and smashed My last thought was that this girl must think I've got a lot of chat She was running out of words I was running out of drugs There's something about starting conversations Outside of clubs She told me how she loved bombing weed Really, it's just a hug she needs They told me how she loves it when she cuts and bleeds I was like, cool, I'm off and duck back inside for bunny beats Just another random exchange of words On these dusty streets Fuck I see I remember when you came back in I was standing at the bar pitch Trying to cash my smash for the last drink I seen that chick Hanging out every man It was embarrassing Trying to dance with them Then chancing Go back to the flat with them The type of scatty bass To take Jack and the fast To the dance with them And bring absolutely nothing To the table that's what bargaining Fuck chatting with the bikes of her The type of bird you'd find in clubs Rained and spiking cops Trying to swipe your puss Mind that one that night and touched it like that vine You heard the bit of wine for brunch Then winded up waiting despite the drugs It seems your music just a trick
tracks are certain type of Scott We won't both sit here and pretend you don't like it But anyway, I met with brains the girl dig And he said some stuff Held your hug to deck, I can't and set him straight for getting tough them a rush, respect for stepping up He must have deserved the punch So what actually happened then And where did the event occur? I was walking down sucky hall Street drunk, street dragging Held my name getting shouted out Turned round to see what's happening Never recognised the dude Asked me if I knew him Told me his ex had said She'd slept with me And I was going to do him I was like, look buddy, you're funny But I've never seen you in my life before Says that girl something you took from me I'll fight you for her I said, first off, I'm going to give you ten seconds to fuck off secondly i should swung and you're ready for coming so aggressively thirdly you still haven't told me the name of that little body said that he'd been visiting a different country when his missus fucked me he's like rosie rosie no way i ain't slept with a rosie since so wait oh wait did meet a rosie last week at a show mate in fact i met her twice bought a drink the second time double vodka twist the line he replied yeah that's mine i'm like that's awfully rude she's not a piece of property dude i said sorry but to put him in his ass cause he'd already spoiled my mood no doubt you got him good I bet you probably knocked him out and he'd wonder if you get checked with that yeah. just check it online that kid and um, Scott's got Dabla next week this week Thursday well we're, we're, we're going to be living in the future anyway yeah, so this, this, this uh, yeah. technically it's been done with a brilliant fucking time <laughs> yeah. Scott you smashed it man well done so that kid is, should people be checking with that kid yeah. aye check out that check that kid just <laughs> Aye, over the years, man, God, that's, man, 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 that's my sunny gym in his first bucket. Aye, man, that's right. 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 Aye, I was, I was obviously right up for it and we obviously had to tell the bonus that he was having but I remember like they were not sure about it obviously I had to just say it'll be fine and then uh, like he was he, he couldn't wait the smell off his face because he was just queued <laughs> around the block uh, man like, he couldn't move man it's uh, fucking jam packed uh, and then obviously the first two were like that but it was actually so busy that there was, there was actually people who had been in the scene for so, so long they couldn't literally get in because people didn't believe us when we said it sold it you know, it's like you, you need to buy a ticket and people like, I could get in, but it was it was busy. But then, then, it, then it moved to the ABC, which is obviously no, no longer. But it was, it was so great. Actually, he was here, am I right in thinking there was an Action Bronson one as well? Like, it was after we actually brought, it was a pre party for Action Bronson or something? Uh, or, or it was after. just names. No, it was names, but we had a few. We had like Eden and shit as well. We had Mr. Left and shit. I had Mr. Left. Did you just the last one? Oh, the rugged man. Oh, the rugged man. That was an interesting one. That was an absolute Rami. The bad man was always epic. Always made sure we got on a fucking good night for every cunt. And then obviously, 
they're fucking we exhausted the talent pool now and I exhausted the talent pool I think people just got sick of that venue as and well the venues, and, yeah. and, yeah. and the, the, I think it's just the, the fucking Glaswegian mentality as well oh we've already it's uh, yeah, it had its do you know what I mean yeah. it had its fucking well I don't I mean I, I think that what, what, just from my point of view the problem was like see the, see the hair dryers for the glassy stylings so a few people were behaving themselves being really quiet the door would open and just, you just see the women's hair dryers and so it, it just kind of made you, like, you know, snap out with that. You know, when you're tuned yeah. in or something, it was like that. And it, so the, 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 was, the shape was just a bit weird. The shape was a bit weird for it, which is unfortunate. The first couple in there were amazing. I think the, 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 we would have been the third bad mouth, but the first one in ABC, we nearly sold out. We nearly done 300, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was that, so, it was that. The, and then the, the, the numbers. The, 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 the last one, man, I don't know if, I think the last one was... Maybe throwing together a bit. I don't think the last one was promoted as well either. No. Like, do you know what I mean? It was also, I think it was clashing with like a really big Scotland game or something. No, it was a uh, fucking Tina Park, man, it was clashing with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That put it on because it was Weed Ab's birthday. Yeah. So it was like Weed Ab's birthday, bash. So I wanted to find something for him and everybody that was still in Glasgow. Yeah. And then, see, to be honest with you, I just lost the fucking passion for it. Yeah. Because I was getting mad deep in music and I was fucking about and I was just. I was fucking well, I mean, you got to you're 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 I couldn't be talking to people yeah. having to arrange it all like I'm not well, I'm so you're promoting your inbox I know I can't people always expect people instant realise I was like fuck I'm having a big cunt's flights fucking dead ass day that and I need to fucking write my battle because I battled it how much how much do you think it seriously you're over it no a week always a week always a week a week before I'd write it. I'd write it for three days and memorise it for three days. Yeah. Because I just, I just put it off and put it off. Sure, you write for it, Scott's like, you better start writing for it. Are you thinking? Are you thinking about it? Are you thinking about it? Though obviously you're just like. See when I was there Barmouth, obviously I had to fucking organise all the battles, make sure everybody's getting their fucking flights, they're getting their trains on it, they everything else. Yeah. Then then I had to ride the battle, then I had to be there, then I had to fucking host. And um, remember my bar, so just got too much from them, man. Yeah. 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 I think you I think you must be I think there must be ten years, maybe I think maybe two years' time, that must be ten years about me. You need to you need to have ten years come back one off. Recently, like, I just did another bad mouth, but I just bought the fucking temperament for it. I mean, just like maybe, wait, I'm talking about wave, like, showing you can age the planet, just a one off, like, hang on, I know, I, I understand that you really want to do it as a regular thing, but if you actually just have a wee think, because that would be good, I think everyone would, people would turn that, because cause it was, especially right. if you took your time and picked the right battles and stuff. Thing, I'm, I'm enjoying what McKenzie's been doing, man, with Iron Bar saying that's good, man. So there is, there is definitely a contingency for it. People are still interested in it. I'd see it and I'd just obviously, I'd need to be something epic if I was going to do it. Yeah. And that's what the thing I was like, I don't want to just keep doing this and it's going to fucking die and it's just going to be remembered as this pure shit hang that yeah. died out. That's why I just, I was like, right, it's, it's still when I say any high, there's still people coming. We're still having good battles. I was like, I'll just leave it at this, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, uh, Mackenzie's Iron Bars is, I think, well, I think it was quite good about the, there was, there, was a, there was a lull after Badmouth that it seemed like the, you know, the, all the all the good guys or experienced guys were just had enough. They either got any music or got back to real life. And then there was, a, you know, a couple of years when it was just 
that was very good. I know it was up and comers exactly. So they were, it was no, no offence to any of these up and comers, but they were shite. Well, they were shite. Everybody was shite at the start, didn't it? That was the thing with Badmouth. You had to be a certain fucking pedigree. Yeah, that was on the edge. That's what they did. That was that. If he's a good, then because I didn't obviously want to put him shite. But the last thing you want is put punch on a stage in the chop. And then the young cunts were getting pissed off while they're not getting any as a shot. And I'm like, it's because you're on the fucking hell. He's on the show, mate. He's not going to be able to stop this season. And any time I did. He cuts a shot, they fucked up. Mm. I'd be like, right, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you such and such a chance, and they'd go on and they'd choke, and I'd just be like, I shouldn't have fucking done that, I should have waited. And then I'm fucking, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm feeling bad. Have you ever choked? Uh, no, not any bad mouth. No, I think the only time I ever choked is when I've been on it for the night before. Yeah. I've been up the whole night, and I think the, the biggest one I ever choked in was fucking um, Edinburgh man against Mixie or something and I got my first round out and I just fucked up and you I was still mad for the night before you know I mean I was, I was still yeah. bust for the night before so I just I kept drinking you know I mean I hadn't slept and I was just like, I'm going to fuck this up and I went in it and I was I fucked it up so I was just that's like, what a good main state to be in and then I just I started a bit of freestyle and fucked up and then I was like fuck this but no, I, that was that was like the only fucking battle. I think I, I probably choked. Can we do you choke like fucking but I just started freestyling the freestyle? I wouldn't call it I wouldn't call I wouldn't call that choking. See when you forget your lines, there's a difference between forgetting your shit and uh, and choking, do you know what I mean? I always freestyle what I mean, but yeah. that's the one I didn't know, but no, I never bad man if I always had my shit down. Because I always knew there's no pressure there, I'm just gonna make people laugh, do you know what I mean? I wasn't really going to beat people. I was obviously I wanted to win, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, I was like, I what, about the bat- what, what about the battle scene down in, down in England and beyond? Was there anything? Were you- it was good, didn't it? Nice. I was a lot of stuff. It's not built for Scottish people, right? Because it's on A. Like, it starts early and goes till late. Uh, so, like, like, it's a lovely bit down in that soul they were battling. Uh, went down, so killed it, man. He's sitting in the back, pure silent, all the way driving to Manchester. I do quite like that. I don't know how, how, it's, how it's going to work, but I do quite like the, the 
the thought process behind making it more like a football league uh, yeah. and you know like <laughs> what everybody's got it's theme songs like, you know, I, don't know, I don't know if that will get annoying after a while but I think I've watched a few of them I was sniping for coming out with you know trying to actually inject a bit of I was fed up with it after two battles I was watching that shit really football it's a cool concept but was that good enough but people are buying the merch I don't know how the merch is going but the idea of people buying Football tops for a team uh, and stuff. I mean, if you can get that for me, it's not for me. Nah, nah I don't want to. Uh, yeah. I just feel bad for being here. Uh, he was a champion. He was about to be the coming. He was about to be the coming. And Nash felt it. Aye. What about HBA? You know, got the king of the dog. Good question. Good question, man. You can ask it. He could have fucking went there years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did the NBA versus Souls ever going to happen? I fucking hope so. Somebody's going to happen, I think. They both seem like they're up for it. Somebody's going to just pay the money to make it happen. Where should that that happen in Scotland? Soul is almost impossible to outright. I'd say, I I could comfortably say he's probably the greatest writer. And Barbara, probably one of them. Him and Pat State, probably. Mm -hmm. Even though they've got opposing styles, but writing-wise, technique-wise, content-wise, Soul is, Soul's, he's just above every kind of every kind of... A good clash of styles, because B.A., you know, it just it doesn't nothing seems to land in BA much. Right, so, so I think that's why I really love the makers, the makers are unfuckable. Yeah. yeah, that's what BA is. BA is just all about crazy, crazy. Let's let's make it happen. Bad news, tenth anniversary. So versus BA. That's it. I was actually trying to set up, man. I thought it was just the timing was off. Yeah, and BA was like fucking. But because I just I. He done a don't flop man, he, he battled on bad mouth and that, you know, so he smashed it in there, obviously he's done a couple of don't flops. And uh, I think he's got a run coming up recently, he's just done one, and he's got something coming up. No, I just done it. I, well, I think his last one was Bonnie or something, wasn't it? I see that. I smash him through there, man. Aye. Aye. But he shouldn't, he should get it. Shams was going on stage. It's fine, fast. It's fine, fast. We'll be coming back to this after we get to see how we got on. I live that hand to mouth lifestyle, greens and toast When I jump in the cypher rappers look that they've seen a ghost I never leave my post even when police get phoned And the street is closed cause I've murdered another beat I've chose There's no need to boast just to feel engrossed I'd rather I slap than a pat in the back when I'm feeding them quotes So keep to the road or get beaten exposed for being a joke Trying iron every crease in the note while I'm keeping some pose Got a lot to spit So fly, you know why? Cause I'm always on top of shit I'll let you spit a bar, punch you in the face And steal the mic You should treat your mouth like a vagina And keep it tight I'm sick of this nonsense Talking shit and being polite I'll drag a rapper by his feet Into the street and fight Thieve your bike It's a wonder how I sleep at night Easy right, counting the sheep I plant eat while I wield a knife You just don't know your worth It's an easy life Cause you sell your Anyway, we're back, we're back, we're back, so, um, we're back, so, uh, aye, we've just, we've just, uh, played Sterling, 
Uh, we're not in, we're not in Stirling anymore. We're in uh, we're in Glasgow. In the fucking East End, mate. We're in the East End, in a secret location in the East End. Yes, <laughs> hashtag Matscaff. Hostages. Uh, so, how did that go, Brian? It was fucking brilliant, mate. Thoroughly enjoyed it, man. Yeah. My throat's feeling a bit fucked now, but aye, that was a fucking, that was brilliant, man. You absolutely smashed it. Scott absolutely smashed it. And then I went on and did a bit of fucking you smashed nonsense. it, no? Gaspioke. Gaspioke, yeah. Gaspioke, man. It's fucking Gaspacho. Have you ever used the phrase Gaspacho in any of your rhymes? Gaspacho, man. That's to actually bronze and fucking name. It's a food reference. What is it? Big of concept. Gaspacho. Italian, I think Italian. Spanish is Spanish. Spanish, I don't speak French. I had it when I was in Spain. Aye, I don't so speak French. <laughs> fucking on rip. So I can never even fit okay. in a line. Gaspacho. I don't think so. No. Gaspacho. No, I don't so. even know what rhymes are Gaspacho. Gaspacho and that, no. <laughs> I went to, I went to. Like a fucking twisted Picasso. Uh, no, no, Finger in your arse. Gaspacho. <laughs> went to Haddo's, they only had Gaspacho. Actual. 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 I battered him with a large pole. It was a mad show. It was a mad show. Heavy hassle. Glasgow. Glasgow and arsehole, man. That was at times, man. So, so, Stalin, man. You just what did you make of Stalin? You did a lot of fans in the history. I did. I was surprised, man. Especially when I'd done the fucking gas karaoke thing. I was getting shouted fucking tunes for all angles, man. It was brilliant, the venue was spectacular, man. Eh? And the gas be okay just to fill people in was just, you just said any requests? Any requests, aye, and I just went to band camp, man. I was like, right, what fucking, they can't shout in tunes. I was like, right, what albums I saw and went to the fucking <laughs> album <laughs> press play and just wrapped along <laughs> to my Tony shit. Tony fucking smashed I the DJ. I remember actually what fucking the crowd got into it, man. Yeah, well, it was good, man. Because the, 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 the so when we last left this podcast... We were actually worried they were going to have to go on flyer cunts because the guys were like, well, it's looking good, but there's no one here yet. But they were in the bar. Aye. And then they all just kind of, we, we started a wee bit later because to make sure we had to go turned up. But mm-hmm. it was a nice crowd for the size of the venue. I mean, obviously it could have been, you, you've got the seats at the back, but it was never going to be at that kind of gig. Aye, totally. Nah. And was usually, there actually anyone in the seats at the back? Nah, no, 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 they, they were shut up. Maybe they could figure out how to get there. I tried to go there to get the camera set up, and I, I didn't. That was good. I ended up in different sh- studios and shit. It's a proper arts venue, man. Uh, there was all man. sorts of rang doors you could take. And so it was definitely different. Uh, everyone that I could kind of make eye contact with was in there. So, um, yeah, man, no, it was. Uh, watching you, so it was good, man. I really it. So it was good, man. Yeah, the, I think that Stalin. That was fucking magical. Stalin, <laughs> Stalin's now gas country and physics country as well. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> fucking Scott absolutely murdered it, man. Yeah, I. Yeah, man, but sweet. I was actually going to ask you about that, Scott. You know, you always went to the stage, and obviously off the stage, you don't believe in stages. I don't believe in stages. I, don't I don't like to stages. be one with the crowd and get people as involved as I can and, and use my just, generic uh, crowd response. Sweet. So I'll tell you why I couldn't do that. I, I date sometimes. Mate, you smashed it, man. Yeah, but I date sometimes with the judges when I when I do that. But the reason I can't do that is because. See, my monitor mix is really important to me to get yeah. my levels right. Otherwise, I, I, I just, I can get very shouty and it shouldn't, yeah. as I've learned. But when I do gyros, for example, I, let's see if it's a hook that I know yeah, inside yeah. the note, I, I can just uh, get into the crowd. Uh, but you can actually just rap. I when, think it's just more about 
going into the crowd and making them feel part of the show as well and just having a fucking general No, I want, it totally works. I'm just saying that I, I'm I like don't... The most, I'm the most shy was, was, until I'm on stage I, and I just come out of my shell and uh, just go straight into the crowd and do what I have to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Scott's on a mega trip. I see you all drawn negative, wandering, lost in the gapiness. Scoffing said that it's a lot, and I tend to quit stressing every second, but instead it's just sent me skits. Now I'm questioning where I fit. Where pressing with aggressors to spend within. Yeah, they said it's all in the best since left. I guess I just never thought that it would end like this. My head's in bits, and it's late to see you. Let me sink when the waves came deep. And I ain't playing shit, trying to chase fake dreams, cause I stick awake, missed in my days when they sleep. Wasting my week, pacing streets, and my pants staying jeans, just trying to escape. Get the machines. We made peace with a fight that we changed and agreed to make day, but you traded it cheap, so please don't tell me that I'm the cunt to blame when I'm the one that's been bugged once again. Fuck what you say, man, it's not about what's worth the weight and the skull crushing pain that this numbness creates and it's stupid. Well, I've been moving with this music, fix stupid, there's a confusion, looking for new amusements, quick. Screw the shit, man, I'm pretty stiff, but they get through the drink, all my hoodie gets the blues, do the thing and I sink. Even further than a shell of mine, living life blind on the edge with no sense of pride. Was the wine, wash me naked, then deck it twice. Ain't concerned with my rep, yeah, it's fine, never mind. But never melting in his head, I'm lying, kill the precious time every second that I spend confined. The best advice I could lend is fight when left behind in this life that designed just right. And never once looked back. Nah, I said, fuck who's mad, man, just you laugh as the darkness consumes truth, hearts, new sparks of a world's pure fights for the unsure analysis. Will you judge through my arrogance? Trust me, I'll be drunk during half of it. Spewing tongue truth narrative, coming from my gums as I grumble, sticky puppy on my scammy bits. Still help me come back from a nasty trip. Unlatch, go with mental again, enter the brain's dead in the mess, it creates endless mistakes. Let me second guess in my place, tempting my fate. But I'd be blessed with an early grave, cause I'd be stressed at my head since an early age. Not the ways of the test, trying to get away, then eventually accept. That I'm there to stay uh, I hear a wave Take a nervous break Wrecked and stage it again With my terror waves What you face What they'll say In this mental place My face red and face is hell With them any blades But anyway I ain't scared I'm prepared to fade And face any hate Fair as I'm meant to make Check the many Unpleasantries that I've dealt with late Any friend of an enemy's a threat of a snake I've been there when you weren't safe And in exchange you were telling them my name Yelling it in vain Selling it as your aim Trying to get me chained Plain deception and oppression of our brains Well, never again, yeah, never again I take a full-blown trip down memory then Still smelling like yesterday's rain While I'm questioning my presence on this pain Plague health every day like Where they can pray when the heavens are fake And everything's a state Tell me there's a method unless it's escape Take a bit of thought of death and the range But I'm already there in the depths of the stain Heads empty of space Trade your earth for a chemical embrace Like your curls get erased Yeah, I'm penniless and baked After then and they're serving on a special little get a special king I guess it's just the same We want remedies but like the vast energy to get up and change Yeah I'm fed up with games Yeah I end up playing My head's fucked mate in a worse way Mucka trust me this is ugly Still a dumb jake for the hate but I love you Enough to just stay in your company Fuck it What's the worst that could come to? I respect that because I, I, I couldn't do that Especially what you're doing man That's, well, Obviously I can't do that anyway Even with a great modern mix I couldn't do that in a fucking studio but like, you know, you're just you're actually just rapping and in the same level. Like you I just need monitoring for him yeah, that's why. That's why I was. That's why I was so chuffed with my monitoring mix. I was like, I wasn't leaving that thing. I went a wee uh, walk every so often, but I was like, I like my monitoring. Yeah, I mix. think you solidified some stolen history night with that encore performance. That was fucking oh, hilarious, that was man. That was yeah, amazing. I got an, I got an encore. 
Well, it's because I actually came on stage under the curtain, but nobody noticed because I, I was behind the curtain, so I didn't know how far I'd walked. So when I actually came out the curtain, only about three people seen it. So I thought, well, let's use the curtain to our benefit here. It definitely worked, man. We were cracking up. Actually, one thing we didn't cover earlier on that I was wanting to get is the writing process, because that's the one thing that I'm trying to get in this podcast. Because that's, that, that's what I'm into, is because I'm obsessed with writing. So, Brian, start with you. When you're writing that, how does that work for you? I'll usually, I'll come up with the idea, the concept, the conception or whatever, or I'll write, I'll always write in one sitting. Most of the time, man, I'll just write and then write get the majority done, do you know what I mean? If, if I'm in a, a, do you know what I mean, like a fucking a thought process, then I'll just, I'll usually just write the tune from beginning to end. I, I find it very hard to go back and fucking write. I mean, I'll just go back, I'll start the tune and then I won't start until it's finished. I just need to fucking finish it that night, do you know what I mean? And then if I, do, if I finish the one tune... Do you, do, do, you, you tend to record it instantly as well. I mean, uh, you, have, you have written a thing and then you've not recorded it for ages and you want to edit it. Usually if I write it, I'll try and record it. Unless I know it's towards a project, then I'll I'll wait until I've maybe got fucking six or seven and then I'll just record them on the one side. But you won't you won't be tempted to go back and re edit that? Nah, I'll just like Brian down, moves right. at the speed of light, man. Just, you do a tune, record it, move on to the next one. And feel then, it at the time, isn't it? I'm the opposite. I'll usually sit on stuff and Brian like comes up with the concept first and then writes from the concept, but I'll usually just go by the lines. I'm so addicted to multi-syllabics uh, that I'll write something and then I'll get to a point so where like, I'm going to crash well. out or whatever and then come back the next day and just keep going for where I've left off. And that's probably the, the biggest difference between us is you'll, uh, you'll have like a foresight of what you want to write and I'll I'll just go from where I am uh, and keep going until I find I, I, I've had I, enough. I, I think I'm going to mix you up both because I do, I, I, I do believe in the... Especially, like, there's some things that you are forced to write, like, you know, that way you're forcing it. Yeah. But but sometimes the best things I've ever written have been literally in an hour. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's just, you've obviously written about a thing that you understand very well. And if you, like, of course I write, I, I force myself to write, just, just nonsense. That, but the, just to kind of, like, I think uh, Dave Hook said something like that, it's like, it's like working out, it's like, you're you're ready for it. So when you've got a good mm-hmm. idea, Aye. then it's boom. But Aye. you know, a lot of times I'm just writing shit, and then but when I've got a good idea, it means I'm ready because I know that all the words that rhyme with it and the way that I yeah. want to say the mm-hmm. thing. And uh, so I maybe do an hour. The best songs are in an hour, but a lot of the time I do write it, especially in the band. Man, it takes sometimes yeah. like a year before I get to record that. Mm-hmm. Eventually, and we've been playing it live, and then I'm like, before I actually go to the recording, I know I'm recording it the next. Day and I'm like, right, I'm editing. See, or even like before I'm about to do my vocals, I'm like, you mean what like the, the single we just did? I just made some last minute yeah. changes, made it more difficult to do, which is See, annoying. I used but, to be exactly the same, and I would try and write stuff in a time period. And then years ago, Loki had a line in one of his tunes, it was like, whatever happened to actually taking more than a day to figure what you want to write? Yeah. And like something as simple as that, I reflected on that a lot, and I was like, you know what, man, like, you don't have to bash a tune it in an hour, you can fucking. You can go back to it and you can change mm-hmm. bits. Unless you're gasped, you, you, you do it. Unless you're gasped, you're subsuming, you know, but... I just need to do it because I'm... I, I, when I, see, because I feel so different day to day, when I wake up the next day, if I go to sleep in it and I wake up the next day, then I'll be in a completely different frame of mind. Yeah. And where I pick up for, I'm just... I've went off tangent with the tune. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if, if well, I'm in a certain I suppose, mood, I, I suppose when I think I'll about continue it, that, I'll, I can continue that mood until I finish the tune. And if I go back, and I can always tell if I'm writing, say I'm fucking writing a 32, and I'll get to about fucking 20 bars, and then I'll stop and I'll go back to it, and I'll continue writing to the 32, and then I'll read back over it, and I'll be like, I know exactly where I've stopped because I've just went and fucking. A tangent, and I'm talking about something completely different because I'm in a completely different fucking. Brian is like totally subhuman, but he will just like that that first half funny and that second half depressing as fuck. You know what I mean? Because I'm up there with fucking yo yo. I'm just like at least, but sometimes it works. You know what I mean? Because you can be fucking manic. You're manic. You're you're funny at one point, and then you're just it's it's taking you up. Oh, this is funny, and then it just goes to the pit. So when you're doing this, when this all this is happening, have you have you always got the beat ready, or sometimes are you just doing it to a random instrument on YouTube, and then you let it you find the song? Aye, aye. Or sometimes I don't even write the beats, man. I'll yeah, just write, you know yeah. what I mean? But aye, there's hundreds of shit that I've wrote to different beats, and then I've recorded what I've wrote to a beat, and then. I've, I've found a better beat and so, then just so, spat it so over you're that write, beat. So, so say for example, you're writing that, you're writing a hang in an hour, right? You're writing a hang in an hour, but are you, are you like, are you bashing it all out in an hour and then editing it before that hour, like <laughs> the 50 minutes stage, then editing it? Or are you literally going through each line, line for line, really slowly in that hour, if you know what I mean? No, no, I'll just, I'll just write it and then just... Tweak it a wee bit. No, you never. Not even like in the hour. Brian's quite lucky <laughs> the way his brain works. He, he, some, he, he really needs to tweak shit. He usually gets stuff like first try without thinking about it, and a lot of his setups are like punchlines in themselves. And well, shit, that, that's just way one. Which I was, is really fucking well, rare. Well, 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 um, not, it's not comparable, but what I was just thought was quite an interesting thing to, to have on a podcast is um, when I see when I've got a really good line. Then that's definitely the last line, you know what I mean? Uh, then find finding, the, finding the, yeah, yeah. the the shite line to build up to the yeah, good line. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's too up. good a line to waste in the first line. I'm, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. the same. I feel uh, if I get a good yeah. punchline, then I, that'll be the punchline, and I walk and backwards. Walk backwards. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll do the setup, but yeah. then I'll try and include a punchline yeah. in the setup. I'll set it up so it's, you know what I mean? Like, so I'll have the fucking. Because uh, you, 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 you know yourself, you've got a golden couple of phrases. It's going to end with. That line, totally. totally. Yeah, I see. see, I've never worked like that. I've always just do it line by line, nah. which is mm-hmm. different. I've tried to work like that and work backwards, and it never nah. typically works for me. I, yeah. I'll just go line by line. But I've, I've learned that from Brian. By like, if you've got a heavy line, try and work back. But yeah. for some reason, it's I just, just I can't do that. I've got it's just, just I've got one gear and it's just go. You know, because when you get the pinnacle at the end of the tune, yeah. that's the pure bit that's that right. The, the, I've got this fucking story at the end of it, it's fucked and then I'm like right how did I get to that point yeah, what, yeah. what happens at the end of this story and then I'll, I'll, I can walk back the, the one the, the one the I can't remember the name of the song Brian but the one one of your best storytelling man's spoiler alert if you've heard it but it's alright because I don't know the name of the song but <laughs> see when the, there's a car crack the girl that you see that that's just that's crazy that shit and it's like and I remember listening to it the first time when I actually knew the last line before it happened oh, and cool. I loved that because it was like yeah it, uh, it all came together just a few seconds before you said it and I was uh, like yeah of course totally. it is always so knew you'd, what, you'd what? steal my heart is it sorry I always knew you'd uh, at the end of the, at the, end of the and then yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you steal my heart because oh. I, I was a fucking donor so yeah you were you the donor so what I've noticed with tunes like that what Brian does is he comes up with these he, Brian's got the ability to like write fucking short stories and shit he's so like crazy out there with it like I think he usually writes in his head like the, the bit 
like that, like the, yeah. the the main thing, and then he'll write backwards to to make the story get to that punchline yeah. he's come up with. So, so you, what you've actually bought is actually man. quite a cheesy punch. So you probably had the idea of um, someone stealing your heart, but actually, someone's maybe said the phrase "she stole my heart," or, or you've heard that someone oh, said that song, and you went, "Oh, actually, imagine you were a donor, you're literally getting your heart stolen." You, 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 you see this girl, you see this girl, and you think you 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 like, she was amazing. I could fall in love with her and then a car crashes and it's fucking it's her in the car do you know what I mean yeah. and, and you're like what the fuck and she she obviously she she dies and you you both like um, I she dies and then you you both well, you, you, she, well sorry I die and she's 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 about to die but then they take me to hospital they take us both to they take us both to hospital and you realise that I can give her my heart as a fucking donor so that was, that, was that the idea so, so that was uh, so the phrase someone said she stole my heart did you just hear that on the telly or, or was it phrase, no, so, yeah, no, just, I know it's an old phrase but wait, did, what, what made what, I always just, knew it, I always, no it was I always knew I'd give you my heart mm. I always knew I'd give you my heart so, so you just first, said, that phrase was just in your head and then you just went right I'm going to make a song about that and went right back and what I love about mm. that as well is it it starts off um, just very very descriptive everything like you know you just meet her in a shot uh, yeah, and just totally. like a wee glance and mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's brilliant storytelling actually originally I wrote it over one of Brainsy's beats man eh? and then I heard that fucking schoolboy cue the Saturday night one man eh? and I was just like oh this has to be the fucking one and just put it over that but I it's mad that was one of the tunes when I realised I was like fucking people were hitting me up over it like fucking hell where that plot twist comes in you know what I mean or um, was just mad like buds and that messing me like I've cried to that and it's fucking weird getting messages for people saying that I was in tears someone messaged you just, who like, get in the comments, insane, man, yeah. even in the comments like I was in tears I was in tears of that and then just tell me my girlfriend was getting to that song and I'm like fucking hell man that's mad eh? mm. it's a mad feeling to know that somebody's fucking like gazed been able to gauge an, uh, uh, such an emotional connection with a song where they've, they've been in tears you know what I mean it's, that's when I realised I was like fuck man maybe that's that's mad maybe I'm just I'm, maybe I'm no shite you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can actually maybe I can fucking uh, no, I can, well, no, you, you can't feel you, you can rate you can rate what fucking so there's songs that I've fucking created you know what I mean before and you don't think about it where you can fucking it's, 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 I, I, I think the the, the, the the thing about it is, is, is that the, the right beat See when the right beat and the right thing happens in the song, the music mm. at the right time for the right line, and obviously it's usually a happy accident when it all comes together. Oh, but what, there is just that. Getting banner in the pub, they wanted to hit the club, I was in game, so I headed to get the bus. Was a good laugh, had fun, got to the bus stop, missed the last one. Was a nice night, decided to walk up, seen a taxi, I grabbed one. I just passed Bridge Street, thinking about the gig I had next week. Oh yeah, and brains, it just hooked me up with a sick beat. Then suddenly this car that's heading towards me loses control Veers off the road on a junction, flips after chewing a pole I called an ambulance while I ran to the wreckage, assumed the worst Inside a female hanging upside down, losing blood The driver's window was smashed, all I could see was hair and breakage I told her the ambulance was coming, she was going to make it She said I won't, I've got congenital heart disease And if they don't find me a donor, I'll be dead in a matter of weeks I reached in gently, 
Remove the hair from my face It was her It was her She says I may be negative The way this blood type known to man Then everything became clear I said here, hold my hand I told her not to panic And showed her my donor card Heard an ambulance and reached for a bit of broken glass I cut my own throat in that moment fast with the only shard She passed out, I bled out Being lonely's hard You see, I was AB negative too What's the chances of that? Right from the start I always knew I'd give this girl my heart I don't wanna go Cases of it, there's no other cases of it uh, known. 
as far as as far as I'm aware, the sources that I was reading, there's no other, and and they're like they're, they're trying to figure it out, and it could be it could be for various reasons, mm. but it's it's I guess it's the, they've been told that and just been so fucking downtrodden. It's like we've been convinced that we we, we project this pride and we're so proud, but yet we all cringe at each other. Do you know, yeah. what I mean? no, like, sure. this is something this is something that's been deep rooted well, in well, 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 colonisation. Well, I mean, you see it, you see it when you're in school. If you yeah. use slang in school, teachers will tell you to. Um, speak properly. Mm-hmm. You're, you're brought up with it. It's like, no, I speak properly, say that properly. It's just kind of been, uh, or like, um, I remember when we got we got a, a really good review for uh, the Gyros album, uh, the last album, and it was, a, it was a great review, but it did say there was some colloquialisms that yeah. it wasn't very happy about. It's bad. It's what you were and saying. It's like, I, I, and it wasn't, it wasn't overly Scottish, like, it's, with Gyro Babies isn't overly Scottish, it's, I try and keep it as real as what I, yeah. how I talk. I, I think it's different for the banter. It's like what you were saying earlier, like Scottish poetry is really dope, right? But what you were saying, as soon as they it's add just a an beat amazing beat, you put an amazing beat, beat in, in it's like bad. how dope the beat is, it's an instant cringe. Yeah, for certain people. And I, I, yeah. I was like, Exactly why? I don't. I mean, I used to have it as a kid. I got it as well. I get you see some some kind of jewelry. I had it right up until I started. I started understanding. I started fucking finding out about history and and getting into the. Did you ever rap an American accent as a young man? Never, never. I used to be like, what the fuck, man? Use cunts for real. Like no, as soon as I started rapping, I started rapping. I, I just hey, which was it? Was, was your first rap? Which it was, I don't know. I was young, about twelve or something. Yeah, like that. that young because, 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 because my first, first, first rap was when I was yeah. yeah. I didn't like, I suddenly started writing raps until I was like thirteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just but I was I was freestyling. You, you were involved in a lot of the, the graffiti people. Exactly. Skate, and and they were rapping. They were rapping. She was 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 rapping. Like, it was like there was, it was not it was no way that was accepted it's totally different now where I'm from remember the 411 videos man that's really terrible I don't know because back in the day like I put a post up the other day saying like the first fucking Scottish Tony hip-hop. sit up if you're going to talk because you're not going to Tony's just to fill in the listeners Tony's having a well, Tony's, Tony's gouch Tony's doing his time Tony's getting back to you no, uh, no, nah, nah, I didn't, man. Yeah, I but like, I, I was saying the other day, like, I put a post up oh, saying yeah. like the first Scottish hip hop I ever heard was in a skate video, and oh, it was. Why tell was, that story? Actually, it was two tone, man. Everybody said that story, man. Like the conscious and the fire shit. Yeah, no, no, no one said it. No one said it. Well, What's the story? I basically, I, I had like when I was in school, the first Scottish hip hop tune I heard after like all the American shit was an escape video. It's like a skate compilation video, uh, like roller skating and skateboarding, and it was uh, two tone the physics, and that's where I got my name from because I'd met Conscious as well, and I sat right behind him in school in our physics class, and we just patched the whole class and just had a fucking stone banter the whole time and. And then I eventually figured out after a couple of months after recording with Jordan that his dad was Defy and I thought it was very fitting that that he had made a tune, like my favourite tune because it was the first Scottish hip-hop tune I heard called The Physics. So I thought it was very fitting to call myself that. And So like the first Scottish shit I'd heard was on a skate video as well. So yeah. like even back then, like that was like fucking... 2006 or some shit I started rapping 2007 even I started graphing 2006 and started rapping 2007 so I'd heard this tune in like 2006 before I'd start rapping 
and back then even Scottish cunts in their skate videos were putting Scottish tunes in there because it was like there was like Loki as well and shit it was like No Way Back Words of Weapons the D12 that was one that was really man do you remember that skate video with Words of Weapons that one that went went down really well um, down in Ayrshire because totally, people, were, people were like really like this is cool and I was like skullfuck nobody really knew what yeah, it was yeah, down yeah. there but they were like this is cool there's some cause this, is, this is quite early YouTube days mm-hmm. and um, it was because it was a D12 song lots of rapping but it was yeah. a Scottish version of it although there was a better one yeah, yeah. The, if um, if hip hop should die that one, that 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 one, 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 Rappers among the fucking yeah, 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 that was like my shit when I was young, man. I was that, that so was, hyped off that, that shit, man. That definitely, I remember them. Um, I think this is maybe in the Bebo days or something, but I remember a lot of people for Ayrshire were just sharing that because yeah, they could relate to it because Bebo, it, was, it was songs that they knew. <laughs> songs the, the good old days man things were simpler then he drew, drew a cock on someone's wall I'm still he gave doing someone that. love that you fancied I'm cock. still drawing cocks and everything mate you're, you're gonna wake up with like six cocks uh, well, I'm, fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go to sleep until you fuck off though I'll That's find a way mate. I'll find a way you'll find some cocks but yeah I, th- th- I think that was a good way of getting see what you I don't know if it'd work as well these days because there's not really any Mainstream hip hop that's that yeah. that that prevalent. Things but, are a different. But in those days, like hip hop is dead was such a massive tune, and yeah. a, it was a cool yeah. tune. But it was also like like everyone was listening to it. But totally you don't man. really get that these days. But see what's dope is like back then, like things like mastering and your mix didn't really matter as much as they do today. Like back then, you could have a fucking rough recording that was a tune and it was an anthem. Like that shit, like Glasgow should die. Like if you compare that to like stuff now, right. stuff is so crisp and clean these days yeah. with technology and how it's got further. And yeah, if you I... put something like that out today, it'd probably get overlooked because it wasn't at such a high standard audio wise, right. you know. Right. But like, obviously we were, but back then well, it was, we it, it wasn't even about really like the quality of the tune. Yeah, it, was it was just well, about well, the fucking vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, none of us, none of us, none of us would have judged it in that in those days because we were like literally just. Quite blown away Batman. by a Scottish accent. Exactly, like, man. It was all about the vibe. It was about the vibe and just. But, but what I would say is that the rawness what, of it. I've got I've got I've got friends that have spent thousands on recordings to mm. try and get themselves yeah, up to the next level. Yeah. yeah. And see, be honest, man, the shit they're now doing in the home studio. I don't want to name any names, but go on, the, go on, name no, names. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to name any names, but like it, the. the what they're now doing is recording in a in a home studio again, yeah. and the new songs are bringing out. Are fucking brilliant, yeah. and I, it's like there was no need for the thousands of pounds to be spent. I personally think the raw, yeah. like if you can just feel the level, emotion in the song, it doesn't matter how well it's mixed and mastered. If it's if it just sounds like a raw tune, it's dope as fuck. Aye. You could have like something that's shit and mixed and mastered, mm-hmm. and it's going to appeal to more mainstream cunts because of the sound it is these days, you know. Yeah. But, Back then, it was just about getting the fucking rawness out and vibe into it, man. Every cunt's still a bedroom, man. For it, I know I'm still a bedroom yeah. rapper. Not, I mean, I'm but you put, but guaranteed, you put like ten times more effort place. into your mix these days than I you did back then. You know, yeah. like. I've only been in a Things have changed, in my man. life, you know what I mean? So I'm still a fucking bedroom, man. I'd be good. Who's your leave your bedroom? It's like you're stolen. There's actual bedroom rappers that don't ever leave their house. All different things. What about the. What about. Diss tracks? 
I had at least a couple of them. Oh, the stories in it. No, I mean it was it was a good laugh and it was good as well because um, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Obviously, I'm, I, I, I love the battle shit and I love punch. And you've no battled for a while, I know. so you've got that in you. So I'm I guess about left hand. Brian's uh, ruthless when it comes it to it. It was good, man. I just I just went for the fucking jugular. Obviously, I'm both of them, man. I'm just like fuck this shit. And um, obviously, since we've fucking squashed it, since you know what I mean, and we're sound. It's all squashed. I fucking seen live. You know what I mean? It was Scott's birthday and that. And I'd been texting. We'd been texting back and forth anyway, man. Just like that. And I apologised. I was like, look, mate, I went a bit too far. You know what I mean? I was going off fucking information that was flawed and fucking. I was just like, fuck this. You know? Do you know what I mean? It was. It was all right. I knew the times. So I was like, fuck this, man. I'm going to bury this cunt, man. But it turns out he's fucking. I knew he was sound. But it's just when you wrote that this and it was fucking amazing. His this was really good. It was well wrote it was funny it was, it was catchy I, I loved it, it was, it was a good it was a good it was a good dish and obviously I was just I was <laughs> a lot of pent up shit anyway yeah. for, for all the shit that was happening up, leading up to that point I think subconsciously so you were kind of waiting for somebody to do that so I you could just be like this is what I do anyone ever pop at you or even you know what I mean cunts have cunts have fucking cunts have done subliminals and all that but I don't that's saying I don't do subliminals I'm just a battle cunt I'll just you juggler it man like I can rap better than you this is how I can rap better than you it's that battle mentality where you're like, right, cool, you can rap, I can rap. Do you know what I mean? And you just fling in punches. Yeah. How, how, how much? That's how much just going, you going in the battle, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, that's this tracks are a wee bit different because you. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know you. I know you enjoyed it, right? But wait, I'm just waiting for the next cunt now. Not please, somebody else fuck with me. That's worth writing back to. You know what I mean? Aye, but you, you, but I think you it's probably the I think it's probably the third people. Yeah, I think uh, for this, this, here. this fucking uh, this bad mouth ten, <laughs> bad mouth ten, you versus a bottle of Bucky uh-huh. on stage. The way that I would write would be with I can't. I cannot lose. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm going up there to do this, if I'm pre- prepping, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lose. So I think I'd be really, I'm quite, a, I can be quite cutting. I think I the, best, be. the best example of that was like when we Rab and Louis battled and uh, they were like obviously good mates and they were like, it was a final as well. So like you're expecting it to be pure like fucking going for the jugular but they were obviously pals so it's like a light hearted yeah, you know aye. it's a totally different atmosphere well, like, well, when, when you battled GA for example that was well done I mean I would, I'm sure that was it looked to me like it was stays in a sense that everyone was cool do you know mm-hmm. what I mean but, like, but just going back to the ones maybe not BA because that's obviously a good friend so you know each other so well that you without even communicating you would know what the le- the lines are without mm-hmm. even you know I'm not saying staged as in you planned it all out but have you ever, you know, when you're actually battling someone that you're a friend with, I mean, what, what, what what's your line? Do you write things and go, I can't say that and then scrap it? I think that, uh, no, I think because mostly, most of the shit I've done, I, 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 when there's a crowd in front of me, I want to be funnier and more than I want to like, yeah, wait, take a cunt's head off. Well, the only cunts I was doing that to was when I was going down to England because well, well, we had to prove a point. Like 10, when I started doing bad mouth battles, I just wanted to like make a fool of a cunt because I always think in battling the Joker outdoes the harshness. Yeah. If you can, if you can gauge a crowd, look at somebody like Pat Stay, who's now absolutely fucking. Do you know what I mean? And he just clowns people. If you can get the crowd laughing, you're gonna you're gonna get them on side better than you're going to be able to by saying some fucking fucked up harsh shit do you know what I mean the shock shit works but it's like how how you you can say somebody and shock them and they're like fuck 
and then you just need to constantly outdo that shock to keep shocking them. Whereas we joke, constantly one and constantly clown somebody through a And you're getting the same laughing reaction. You can build laughing up, but with shock, you have to fucking you have to go for the you have to go for it straight away, yeah. and then it has to be so harsh. And then yep. anything you say after that is irrelevant. You, know, you don't have much content yeah. to keep going on. You know what I mean? Whereas with funny shit, you can be constantly joking. Have you ever battled anyone that you absolutely hated? You don't need to mention names, but have you ever been in that situation? I can't, 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 i can there was videos made both sides and I think I think that maybe that that's something that needs to be brought in more because I, I remember uh, recently in Iron Bars I started, I've seen a couple of folk doing it again but even if it's not like pure harsh but just just to, see if you, you're going to battle someone I want to see a video of you saying that you're going to win because then you're actually putting your balls in the line no I'm going to win and you've actually done it in video that everyone's already downloaded or got and then it's like if you lose now, oh, you're, you're going to win. Yeah, you're going to So yeah. I think that the videos really made that work. Working obviously, Loki won that first one. Yeah, but it was a very close one, and uh, so that's why there had to be a rematch. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that was fucking the vibe in that. I think that was that was, that was one for the history. Books. That was oh, fun. Man. And I, I mean, a lot of the material was dated quite badly. I think, but there's the nothing. Because, like, everybody's moved on a wee bit for certain things, but at the, the same point, you can still feel that atmosphere. You watch a video back, it was so... Like, do you know what's mad? They were both boys for day one, and the fact that they've done that as a grudge match, they've obviously hated each other, but they've, they've still maintained a mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact they went so harsh with that mutual respect is just fucking after crazy. It made them even closer. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. like fucking... But that is definitely a fucking history. <laughs> Aye, history man. Man. But also, the, the first one was so hard that I think. So the second, so the second one came out. It was like they both knew where they, they stood. It was like they knew all bets are off. There's nothing you can say. And no like, holds barred, man. And there was some really dodgy stuff said. But yeah. it's like after the first one, it's like well, that's just the way we were, we were playing. I it. think they both went into that knowing that no matter how harsh they went, at the end of the day, it was crowd entertainment and it was a show they were putting uh, on and yeah, it, that, worked. I mean, it, it, it made it was like it was like two titans it was Wrestlemania shit it was literally it was actual Jinx was a pantomime villain man he was uh, like because yeah. in Glasgow I'm, I'm sure in Edinburgh they would have seen it the other way you know uh, Edinburgh would like Loki's a pantomime villain yeah. but in Glasgow it was like who is this Jinx uh, guy uh, what's he saying uh, but uh, I the the is there any battles that you'd like? So obviously we talked about Soul versus Bias. Any other ones you'd ever like to see? I've always wanted to see Loki versus Louis. Oh no, I'd love that. That would have be been good. dope. I, I think was... that it was set up for a. It was going to be a bad move at one point, uh, and then um, never it, it never it never happened because. People um, were doing various things or whatever. Soul versus Immaculate, and that happened, and it was Aye, that fucking was ridiculous with the, the way they took it. They both knew they were going to have to come through different angles, and their shit was just mind blowing, man. I don't think there's people that understand what the two of them done. They both mind fucked each other by writing completely yeah. different, like for what they're used to. Yeah. So it was like. And there wasn't many flips in that battle as well, eh? There was like no, a couple. I think, I think Omar did a couple. Yeah, a couple. Man, but he's, he's obviously renowned they know, for that. They just took it. It was two absolutely crazy intelligent mm. minds. Like there was game theory in that battle, man, eh? 
I and think there was, the a, there was a bit of UK bias towards, crazy. because it happened in UK, there was a bit of bias for Seoul to be on top, and Mac was slept on in his like, second round and shit, but the both of them were like two writers at the top of their form, oh, fucking man. slaughtering oh, each other. <laughs> Unless it's like battle essentric music. Why why are you waiting that? I mean, because there's battle fans. I think it's because they see the best of them lyrically. Yeah. When they're put under pressure in front of people. Battlers can excel lyrically on the stage, so they see that aspect of them, and then they know that they're not going to bring that to a tune. There's very few people that can go through battling and write that intricate. I mean you see people like dialect the and shit from, they're from like my experience the best cunts the best battlers this isn't this isn't technically standard but the best battlers come from a music background and they go into yeah. battling it's very seldom you'll see it the other way about but when you do see cunts it the other way about and people battle, smash it people like Disaster see, who, who can't really ride a beat in that they can't with a fuck you know, know? he's shite not I mean he's shite yeah, like, he can't make fucking well, I mean, daylight daylight is fucking next level man good, good battles that fucking funk flex nine minute freestyle was ridiculous man his album's fucking amazing yeah yeah Light was fucking incredible. Yeah, he's one of the cunts, and his music. And it's so it is on. so rare to find somebody that can do both uh, so well. You know, and, like, and, and, and I think about daylight's the biggest one of the biggest battle rappers in the world, and he's fucking he's pretty much on the Rushmore of battle rappers. I would say, yeah, he is on Rushmore, man. Yeah, man. And his music is fucking incredible. He's I mean, a very smart guy. Hendrix, you know what I mean? It stands up to anybody oh, yeah, for that yeah. division, and it's slept on to fuck. That that like, funk flex shit made me think of him in a whole new light, man. Wait, well, I, every time I hear a daylight tune shared, I'm watching it and I love it. I think he's, I think he's amazing. Just a special dude, daylight is man. Yeah. I think every cunt knows it, but 
as well because he clowns so much. Cunts are just like this. Cunts a joker, but he's actually. But well, he was very he clever with that. He was he was strategically well, clowning. Yeah, he covers the full spectrum. Uh, I think he's like uh, very cleverly, strategically placed all the clowning so that he's going to get viral and get his views in uh, and shit like that, which then leads to people checking his music, etc. Yeah. Oh, of well, course, of course. I, mean, I think he's just like that. He's just a uh, fucking mad crazy. But it's all. I think it's all very strategic with him, man. I don't think he's just fucking clowning for the sake of clowning. はい。ペナロンゲーム。いや、ペナロンゲーム。いや、ペナロンゲーム。いや、ペナロンゲーム。いや、ペナロンゲーム。いや、ペナロンゲーム。いや、ペナロンゲーム。いや、ペナロン
doing that shit I had a wee drum and bass moment where I did it I did it for a while I did a few gigs over drum and bass and it was it was good man I enjoyed it but I'm it's, it's a it's a I've not got the technical skill that Johnny Cypher's got and I've got much love for him man he's a really nice guy and he's yeah, very yeah, technical yeah. Right, he, shit, he, that guy's actually trying to change the world of course and, man and you know what I, he's a, a very a, positive People that, that think they can change the world that can actually do it, and I, I, don't, I wouldn't doubt that. You yeah. know what I mean? I think he might be able to fucking go for it, Johnny Cypher, yeah. man. See like, the fact he's got the balls to stand on, like, Sucky Hall Street and just I fucking know, rap, man. like, no that big cares. That's crazy, man. That's something else, man. I could never do that shit, man. Yeah. I could never do that shit. Well, actually, yeah. Steg's doing the air, between, air in between, but they announced it while he's on stage. I think they're doing a bit of promo for it and they've just invited every Scottish rapper yeah, to invade I've seen they've got like Empress and Loki and yeah, so no, on they're, doing a, they're doing a thing um, on Tuesday where they're just inviting every Scottish rapper to gatecrash the, si- the so city so is this like promo. a super group they're oh, forming so, 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 so if you're a rapper in Scotland you have to go on Tuesday this is obviously by many where's my week. fucking invite you bastards no they've invited everyone you'll, you'll check it <laughs> <everyone's laughs> you've, not, you've not checked your notification mate I'll be sleeping man I'll be in my bed I know everyone get tagged in it it's like I think this is going to actually be I think the people will have to cover it they're always Glasgow oh of course see for the fact that they're, you know, they're like, doing you, shit in the battles see if you've got about 20 rappers all just doing it that is a, that is something that Aye, see for the fact that they're like like almost selling out the bars and shit man that thing. is fucking incredible you know wait, wait, that's like 24 a two, piece classical musicians yeah, sold at the bars uh, I have sold at the bars that is a fucking that is an achievement but that is use are epic but the gyros are just like well it wasn't just it was a bunch of bands it was a bunch of bands it was a bunch of bands but brought. you sell it you sold it stereo stereo's fucking 300 I know totally man I, well, we've done that we've done that a couple see, of times see you sell it any like, venue in Scotland it's fucking phenomenal bro no I think I think it's bang on 300 is it bang on 300 I no, we've done, you sold that we've out done, we've done, we've done stereo yeah. a couple of times we've done the bars a couple of times we've done uh, where, where was another one a big one St Luke's but we usually we usually are like as a because I'm in a band it's hard to promote one band but if I put myself on a bill with other bands that I really like that are, that yeah, are yeah, making yeah. things happen, they're on, they're on the, the rise, then, 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 I, then I, can, I can actually promote them rather than my own band. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like you can't, that's why I'm really shy to promote my own stuff. Nah, mate, I, can't I, think, I think you are like very good at promoting your shit. See, even like a couple of years ago when uh, you swore book to play the bars and like you's, you's made this whole... Uh, in joke of like you versus like the yellow movement and he's were filming these videos and stuff that was really great well man. that's, that's what sold it that, I mean Aye, so you, you are like top notch you're the, one of the best fucking promoters I know you're a genius we don't sold 400 man. tickets with three weeks to go and then what do you mean only 400 that's fucking Aye, we had phenomenal to to <laughs> we had to get to 2000 I suppose I so it's about bit embarrassing I think it's like 2100 or something the bar is so it's so like it was not good. Man, it was not a good place to be in. Four hundred is not man. good because basically the barras could just pull the plug on it because that's ah, okay. it was a bit scary and and then me um, I don't give too much away because it's all real. It was all real, <laughs> <laughs> but but John then just does a dish to me and then we just had this them back. Right. And then, and the thing about it was is that me and John were not in communication the same way we were talking about learning, but it wasn't like we were. Saying, oh, I'll do uh, that, that and do that. This was literally, he was yeah. sending a video to them that, and, and then I was right, doing man. a video <laughs> responding. 
Yeah. And he didn't know that he was going to get in the end of getting a bit. Well, of... do you know what? I thought that was scripted and I thought it no, still felt no, it real as fuck. But for knowing it's not, like that, no, it that wasn't adds scripted. To it, no, no, it, it was, did seem real. It was as genuinely fuck. us just trying to um, keep our ego where we were wanting to win. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually yeah. it hit a point where I think I did a tune one night, I'd been up all night and I went to Rodeo B's house and recorded a song Rodeo B called Colonel Custard or something. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and it was like a seven minute song. That's genius. And it was Rodeo B was playing the tune. <laughs> And uh, at that point, that's when uh, I think David Blair got involved and said, stop this, John. Because uh, John was going to come back. But the thing is, it's, it's easy for me to win that battle because I'm not a family-friendly band. Yeah. Colin Mustard are. Yep. So I, I'm sure John could have definitely came back with... But he's obviously... <laughs> but there's people going, John, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, you know, yeah. he does stop this. Because, yeah, like, they're peace-loving mustard. Yeah, of course. But um, Peace-loving custard. Peace-loving custard. I don't know custard. I think that's what it's called. That's like. genius, man. That uh, but, genius but, but, that, but, that, but that made the big difference because what was really funny about that was... The reason we were selling tickets is because there was people commenting on the videos going, this is fake to sell tickets. <laughs> because every time they commented doing that, that was turned up in all their friends' timelines. Ah, yeah, so that, that's how... That, that's how... That definitely helped because you're always battling against the algorithms and Facebook's changing the algorithms and I'm trying to stay tuned into it because it used to be for a while if you put up a picture loads of people would see it and then they've changed that and then or a, a wee video and, they, and then that would be good and then That's Facebook Live has is, is, is been the way forward but I've noticed that the Facebook Live numbers have dropped off you know what that is really genius though that is genius you've got, you've got to keep an eye on it because they want you to pay basically Facebook's trying to all the social media want you to pay ah, for yeah, things, yeah. but it's they still want you to use the things. Yeah. And Facebook were battling against YouTube because they're, they're wanting you use yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah. Live rather than YouTube Live. And so you've just got to keep an eye on it to see what's what's happening. Because at the end of the day, most of the gigs I do, I can't, I mean, I usually have flyers, but there's, there's a very small budget involved in yeah. what we do. But do you know what? That is genius. Even though it wasn't scripted, man. That is like we could probably learn for that, man. Gasp versus physics coming soon. Well, no, no, that's what I said. <laughs> no, that's what I've said about um, the the you know like back in the wings, uh, the the low-key stuff. I mean, uh, I was definitely at the background going videos, uh, videos. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's like because it was like getting the hype up because obviously it was my venue. It's like let's get this going, <laughs> let's get this popping because people were loving that shit. And it's so it's always you, you and then in battle rap. I mean, it makes no sense to me that we would have a battle rap and not bam up the guy before it, like in a video, whether it's a song or just a wee, a wee skit. You know, what I mean, what does that take? Or just even a, a 20 second video where you just say, I'm going to beat you. You know, what I mean, like the wrestling man, I, I used to love wrestling as a wee guy. Aye, and I'm actually, wrestling was 90% hype. 10% well, that's what it is, that's hype. And I'm actually yeah. talking to Dallas in the podcast, Mark Dallas for the ICW. and what he's done, I can relate to totally. A lot of people don't yeah. understand the, the wrestling music and what it goes. The same thing. It's hyping uh, it's I hype. up yeah. and making the people excited. So when the people arrive, they're, they're excited for the fucking uh, battle. You know, what I mean, if you've done a videos before it, excited. the energy. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone's got opinions all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, see, bad, see if you just do announce a bad mouth with, with seven battles and there's no hype. Uh, to the individual. People just I'm not sorry, expecting I'm, a battle. I think that guy won. I think that guy won. Uh, but since they've been doing videos, it's like, no, I think that guy's got him in a uh, mind game. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, all of a sudden I'm excited by because everyone's opinion actually matters. No, I think that. And it, you, I think battle rappers 
if anyone's listening, if you're a battle rapper and you're battling someone, make a video. Like, what's the worst that can happen? You get beaten, you look stupid. Yeah. Well, you're going to look stupid anyway if you've lost a battle. Mm-hmm. So just do that. Yeah, well, just fucking... In fact, do for that. a penny and for a pound, man. And how do you deal, have you ever, how do you deal with a, a battle loss? Have you lost? What's your... What's your you get here, man, you have a cry one. Can you get over it, man? What's the record? Fuck knows. Of the ones that I've blatantly fucking lost are the ones that I've choked in. One battle we've no, choked. No, Mixie and the boy from Newcastle. Just oh, well, but man. that was the day after uh, Raymond passed. That was a bit different. Uh, it was like a week later, man, I and then. I don't think you even lost that. I think that was small. Oh, no, man, he definitely did. But I just choked and shit, and I was I was steaming as well. It was another one where I'd been up for the night mm-hmm. before. So I definitely lost there too. Some of them won the judge. I think I've done 25 battles, and I think I've won about 19 of them. Fucking hell. That's, 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 that's crazy, man. I think I've done like... Three, four battles. Mm-hmm. If that. That was that. was another one. Judged the two I've lost. Another one's one they judged. What was the mm-hmm. double team? Uh, bad mouth. We case. That was a great battle. Really yeah, enjoyed that. That was, cool. that was a nice level of good, clean fun, Aye. but still quite harsh. But ah, it was good fun. It was like it was a whole beat. It was like a big build up to that because we'd obviously put like some hype posts up and they put some hype posts up and it was like a whole being versus shadow people thing. Yeah. That was good fun. Yeah, that, that they'd was obviously a... they'd done a lot more, and we we wrote that in like two days and got fucked. exactly. And then another two things <laughs> that come went from music into battle and embodied it, man. Aye. You just get a better understanding of things when you're coming for um, back, but a background totally, when you man. go to fucking right tunes. Well, uh, well, I mean? yeah. So when you're watching, like for example, you when you you and Debs were doing it, or you and Conscious were doing it. Obviously, because you've made music together, it's like it seems to make more sense when someone it's comes in. It's a natural in, chemistry, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, and, but that's a tag team match in the wrestling. I mean, it is totally wrestling. Aye. I mean, Mark Dallas get fucking ICW battle rap on the go. I, I think there was Mog. We got Mog on ICW because Mog loves the wrestling. Can you imagine if Mog went into a battle, man. Well, he actually did, in his new EPs, he says it's <laughs> people say I should get do battling mm. to gain views. I hate life and I hate you or something. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah, actually, he's actually, he's actually, would never see Mog in a battle, but no, I guarantee if Mog went in a battle, he would scalp Prince, man. We spoke man. about it, man. We Endless times, man. man. Mog would just scalp Prince, man. He'd probably just fucking heat butt the cunts, man, and go for a pint. No, it's it's not for everyone, man. I mean, people are talking about your maws and your, you know, everything. But if he did, man, he would fucking annihilate. I know, absolutely. I was doing the same, to be honest. I never felt like battling was for me. The only reason I battled was obviously to help you out. And then, like, the first battle I ever did was was supposed to be Chad the Lad versus Loki. And then Loki had some complications, so I stepped in with, like, two weeks' notice to battle Chad and shit like that. So battling was never my thing either. But it was obviously to support Badmouth and shit like that and... Well, so we'll just, we'll, we should actually talk about Loki before we wrap it up. I mean, what, where the fuck? Orwell. I know. Orwell prize so, winner. Surreal, man. It has been due, but like, Loki <laughs> is like we fucking knew, other world. See, like, see when we all first met and all that and we got to know each other and uh, the shit he'd be talking about when we'd be just conversing and, and his music, obviously, when he was getting political, because obviously he's been an activist most of his life, do you yeah. know what I mean? Growing up in Pollock and fucking... He's always been on the right side of everything, do you yeah. know what I mean? If he ever goes into politics, he'd be the Scottish fucking... Probably know the best comparison there, but when you look back at Corbyn's history, you know what I mean? If, if he was in the right side of everything when every cunt was in the wrong side. 
So Dan's always had that mentality. He's always wanted social justice, man. Huh? Yeah. And the way that he would talk about things and his passion and everything. Man, you've seen it for day one. We were you you always said to me he's going to be something fucking... much bigger than what we can yep. we can, but, uh, we can, can, we can yeah, possibly but, conceive but, 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 and he knew it. And he knew, and we all knew, all he would have to do was get sober for it to work. Yeah. Yep. We all knew that's all we'd fucking take. And, and obviously, and look at what he's doing now, man. He's done since he's been yeah, sober. man, it's, it's crazy. We all knew he was destined for things oh, that we couldn't even comprehend at that he point. He was otherworldly, man. We, we thought, we definitely thought, and who who knows what could happen. We thought he would be in a position where he was steering Scotland politically and possibly a political. Well, that's well, still not. Well, I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, you, I mean you, could, you could put a fucking, you could put a bet on right now. Wokey be the first minister of Scotland. That's exactly. Do you know what? I've actually said that Wokey is. See when Wokey decides he's fine and done with that, he could run. No, he could definitely run. I mean, Wokey, whatever he puts his brain in, he's fucking He won the all well prize. Of course. Imagine people having to debate him. Oh, fuck <laughs> that, that's the battle raps coming at him yeah, you're up against a battle rapper who is literally given there's no skeletons in his closet because he's nah, literally exposed yeah, all his exactly. skeletons so you can't really you can't dig dirt in someone like that yeah, he's exactly. actually already everything's out there and if and if he was ever in a political position and the opposition done it, they would just look like absolute fucking scum. <laughs> I mean, look what he done on for what they really yeah, are. Look what he done on question I mean? time and shit. He made them look like fucking imbeciles. Yeah, I, yeah, that was that that was. I, I, and he was I, just being himself the whole really, time. He wasn't he like putting really. on a fucking front or nothing. He was just being him. He was having a band with the crowd. Really he was being man, a typical Glaswegian, and he fucking smashed it. He made well, like think, one think, of the other guys look like absolute muppet. I think he said something that probably will you will be looked back on. It's like, well, I, they can't say that because they're politicians. I can say yeah, that. Right, right. And even if he was debating as a politician, he would still hit that angle. Yeah. So he could totally just go. Uh, this is the truth. That's a politician. Scotland needs yeah. Loki, man. <laughs> they need Loki. Hundred percent. Yeah. There's a there's a um, the, it's um, crazy what has been achieved and there's we don't even know the half of it because he's working so much shit in the background. Yep. That this uh, well he's got a new book coming out. In fact, BA is actually trying to say he's talking about doing the book thing. Uh, or writing, writing stories I, I heard him saying that alright uh, B is a good storyteller well exactly I mean where, where would that be in a short story Wait, I've always I don't think I've got the concentration span it's going to be some out. fucking samurai nunchucks fucking <laughs> Shaolin Wu-Tang <laughs> story man see, see do you think that's <laughs> that, that, that that does help be when he's actually battling people because you know that he could yeah. probably knock the other cunts cunting oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? that, like, that is a big attribute in battling like I'll do you know that someone's actually you know. a fighter like, the, the like, I'll punch you in the face and that, that is a big like win for like battling if you're physically physically look at cunts like Pat Stays exactly he's a fucking giant he just he's just commandeers it as well steal the power that's why they like battles like having disaster was so fucking because they're both very imposing people like fucking yeah. disasters six two six three probably do you know what I mean and I, the only reason I know this is because you hear cunts referencing it and do you know that so when you get two cunts going against each other that size and yeah. the people standing behind them all look and do you know I think that plays a, a big part in battles these days like that's one of the main reasons I stopped watching because it became less about who's more lyrical and more about your stage presence and your character well you 
need every single You need every aspect, aspect right? Yeah, but well, like well, someone who's super lyrical could get beat by somebody just cowering over them. I don't I don't I don't I don't think it is all about the Well if you're if you're good, I think you're good you can get around that. Bill Mackey looks a bit four foot two and he's he's held Oh yeah, he's yeah, and he's like fucking I don't know he's like five foot or something man he's a wee guy man eh? yeah. I'm and sure he's been robbed a few times as well that was fucking hilarious so was disaster verses and they're just doing uh, small jokes that whole, yeah, that whole golden retriever shit it turned up in don't flop subscriptions it turned up on YouTube and it was backstage saying that he doesn't he writes most of it on the day that's bullshit that's no. bullshit he said he just kind of does that's bullshit man but nobody writes on the day but nah there's, there's no way well, that he writes he actually said he said what I found quite interesting is that it's, he doesn't write it down it's, so it's in his head that's bullshit man that's just for the cameras you try to say that you're saying that he does write it down he obviously but like they obviously prepare a lot of shit before Jay-Z Jay-Z doesn't write anything nah he doesn't write shit but he memorises it and then goes into the booth wait he doesn't he just make it up on the spot no no I know that this, I know this, that this no, is no, no, just having fucking this is freestyles and then just jigsawing them together yeah. on the day but see if you look at Not stuff me. like Biz versus Shorty Horror that's true freestyle when he went in with no rhymes and he wasn't at his peak uh, and you can tell when it's freestyle mm. compo- like opposed to fucking oh this is freestyle you yeah. know what I mean like you can tell yeah. when somebody's doing pre-style to freestyle that's, that's, like, that's what I think see when cunts fucking say that shit and they say oh it's no freestyle button I'm like why are you even pointing it out I'm not like, just you should, do your you thing know. <laughs> you surely you can tell do you know what I mean like why do you need to point it out like this pure immortal but it's not freestyle it's, it's just to make themselves look better man realise that pre-written's over different beats are fucking no freestyle yeah over the time. oh but it's it's no off the top then cool then you know what you don't need to tell every cunt because now it's, it's just for that it. extra fucking glorification isn't it of like oh look I'm not doing this but they are and it's, uh, you can right, tell it's, a it's million fans, miles away it's the fans man. that watch it right and they're like oh, or even other fucking rappers you know what I mean and they'll, they'll watch something that'll say freestyle especially with all the videos that come out now and it's like freestyle uh, but it's, Mad it's technical. in front of a camera <laughs> and it's, it's written in front of yeah. it's written in a rap over a different beat and that's what's now called a freestyle can't need to just get rid of that old fucking eye but it's no freestyle because it's no off the top uh, like uh, off the top's no off the it top it means different things like, to well, different people also, uh, watched, old, watched, school, the old, old school, school is like freestyle's off true. the top Aye. of the dome Aye. new school freestyle is just like oh this is but a beat I didn't write it to freestyle is yeah, now yeah, globally yeah. known as doing yeah yeah but it's just it's literally just something you've not wrote the freestyle to I call the people that were back in the day they're like yeah that is a freestyle actual people that were involved right at the start they say yeah that is a freestyle to me freestyle is off the top of the door it's right you know it's 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 a song that I did over the live you you can tell you can tell when something's written and when it's not but so I, I don't really give a fuck if somebody puts something up and it's wrote and it says freestyle that's mostly the channel that's writing that right. it's not the rapper themselves yeah, it's mostly the channel like even my fucking baby freestyle I would have a freestyle problem freestyle now is pre-written over the it's totally changed for the generation I personally would rather it not say freestyle if I was to do something over a random beat because I have that in my head imagine that but imagine it come up like I've not got any issues with other people can you imagine but, I know it's pre-written right. fucking fair play can you imagine but if it was like no the name and then no wrote no freestyle no instead of freestyle no like, if it wrote like imagine instead of in the brackets instead of saying freestyle for these things it said pre-written 
think how cringy that would look. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They'd be better just leaving it. It's just, they'd be better just having the artist's name, the name of the tune, boom. Cunts that do that shit, they're only trying to pass it off as a nah. as a free, as a off the head. They're passing it off as a freestyle because that's now the terminology yeah, of yeah, doing a yeah, written. Yeah. It's not like, uh, well, like right, oh, it's, it's not even just a doing a written. It's doing a written on a beat you've not done it on previously. But most of these people, oh, yeah, 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 they will practice bars, it on that beat. Bars and you know when it's off the top. Ah, you yeah. know what I mean? Ah, yeah. Because it's not that good. Select few. The was this guy? Black Thought is Black Thought. Oh, yeah. He did one recently. The, the they claimed it was a freestyle minute. though. He was winding no, up. No, that was freestyle. The, there's no way. It was like a 10 minute no onslaught of freestyle. But what we did that was he just went, oh no, it was a freestyle. It's like, nah, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that was that was good hype. Like, yeah. I think he was just playing the game there because he was like, well, people are saying, is it freestyle? Is it no? And he just, that was quite clever uh, to go. Ah, it is. Well, you guess more people watch it or uh, uh, go and check it out. Mm. I, want, I want you to know if it's No, that that's no one. And then everybody says that's no a freestyle is just giving you mere hits. He's played it exactly. Yeah, he's it's a played it, but there's no, there's no, that is not a freestyle. Mm. You can tell. I mean, that's, that's, that's intricate. It's written. It's, you can tell. It's you can tell. I can tell within four bars of something written yeah. a freestyle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Four fucking bars. Sometimes two, do you know what I mean? I, I've seen you freestyle for. I was going to say hours, but maybe days. I don't know. I have, yeah. I have been known out when I'm far away now. Other things. But so, I, so, so when you're... I don't try not to date as much, that's why I don't do this in case I get drunk and freestyle. <laughs> you only freestyle when you're fucking blathered now, but uh, it's usually like, what's crazy is you... Sometimes if you're rehearsing, me and Scott are in the house and we're learning something, he'll kick a few and we'll be, we'll be sober freestyling, know what I mean, but... It's very seldom, uh, man. It's when no, when we get pissed, we uh, literally just freestyle. Like, I will just freestyle. Stick, stick on fucking fifty yeah. beats. Not I mean, and just we'll just freestyle for hours, fucking just hours. back and forth. Back well, and do forth. you know what? Do you know the, the one of the best freestyling sessions ever had was with you and Loki back way back, and then um, I remember being quite intimidated at first because it was like, um, but. Guys, I'm up. I felt like I was up against you guys, <laughs> and then then I realised it was just a couple of lines and then passing it on. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I loved that, and uh, I actually went to it. But it's never really been something that I've I've really enjoyed. But I really enjoyed it that night, and I've enjoyed it in other nights where it's been like you know in a kitchen with a few mates. Yeah. And you realise it's not competitive. It's like it's actually just Bonding. and it, it going out the, the one. But the thing is, like, cause I, as a writer, I always want to make my writing good. Yeah. Like so, I I, I struggle to just. Throw a freestyle out the bag when I'm on stage because I'm like, oh, no, I want, it, I want, it, I want to make, I want to write something good. So that kind of makes me, th- I'm, I'm thinking too much. Mm-hmm. But then see when I'm really relaxed, I can totally just freestyle. Mm-hmm. I find like my best freestyles are when I'm by myself or I'm just chilling with conscious or some shit. But when you're like on the spot on a stage and made to do a freestyle, you're so going to, you're going to revert, you're going to revert back to like. Like, maybe it's not written, but you're going to revert back to your comfort zone where you know things will rhyme and you'll say certain words that you already know rhyme and you're, you're banking your head and shit, you know? Like, it's oh, never... Wait, uh, I find with most people that well, do freestyle. Well, technically it's not a freestyle if you're putting words in your head. Totally, totally. You know totally but, but, like, it is freestyle to a no, degree. No, it is but, like, no, that is freestyle. Do comfort I always want to admit that it is freestyle because you're... It is and course, it is, me. No, but well, every, well, then nothing's a freestyle because you're obviously going to your brain to think of words that uh, rhyme. Mate, you've hit the matrix now, man. <laughs> <laughs> All the words are in there. Somewhere. And, and, and on that bombshell, we'll wrap it up. Uh, thank you, Gas. Thank you, Physics. Thank you, Tony Smoke, who's... Uh, yeah, he's, he's currently um, <laughs> in another realm. In another realm. Uh, Tony. Tony. Tony.
Hey. Shouts to Kenny Bates for strange behaviours for having us up in Stirling. Aye, man, lovely man. Thank you very much for having us. The legend, Mick. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Cheers, Mark, man. Champions, I don't have fans, it's gas, it's suicidal, one-man band. Trust me, 